live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Danny girl. What's How's good? everything going? Uh, not too much. Um, not too much at all. How's everything with you? I'm I'm in a fairly good mood, but how's everything going with you? Girl, I'm ready to go home, but I'm at home. <laughs> I was about to say, wait, you still at work? <laughs> Shit. I'm tired, child. Girl, me too, but I'm always tired. So what else is new? I'm trying not to have the same song and dance every time I come on here. Like, she always talking about how tired she is, <laughs> sounding all dry. So, um, but, uh, but I'm not tired today either. So I'm in a I'm in a fairly good mood and I'm in good spirits, and I think it's gonna be a good show. Excellent, excellent. Hey, Dwayne Anderson. Or hey, D. Anderson. Hey, Jasmine Glass, Gary Glasper. How y'all doing? What's up, David Monroe? Hey to all the black people down there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's up, Sam? I am. Go ahead, honey. Thank you guys so much for your support, for tuning in already preemptively before we even get it started. Um, you guys know how we, we do, so we'll talk a little bit about the topic. And um, when we drop the link, don't be afraid to come up here. Y'all be having a lot to say in the chat, especially the ladies. But you guys shy away from, you know, hopping on the panel. Um, and you don't have to say the entire time, but if you have something to add to the conversation, feel free to come on up and join us. Facts. Extra facts. So. Mm-hmm. This topic exists. <laughs> So, okay, the lady that we posted um, for the thumbnail is a woman from um, Black Ink Crew mm -hmm. called uh, Fly Tatted. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. That's so her, I think that's her moniker on social media, Fly Tatted Sky, um, but she's known as Sky on the show Black Ink Crew for anybody who has not seen it. It's like a, a show about tattoo artists and a bunch of drama and a bunch of other stuff, but it's based around like uh, you know tattoo artists, a, a, a tattoo shop. Yeah, yeah, honey, the clip was something to behold. <sighs> yeah, so the topic is, um, you know, are toxic mothers as bad, or you know, even are they worse than absent fathers? So you know, we constantly. Uh, have conversations about, um, you know, men who aren't in their children's lives and men who have skipped out and um, um, things of that nature. And that is absolutely deplorable. We are not condoning that in any way. But um, this uh, issue with Sky, I've been seeing it going around on social media. I don't watch the show, but I have seen the clips and I um, saw um clips and different on uh, various different sites um, in the past regarding her relationship with her sons and um, to my understanding and you guys in the chat and Danielle you might even know better than me I don't know um, she had given her children or her children were she said given up for adoption but her children were taken from her at some point in time and she didn't raise them I think they were pretty young and um, she didn't raise them so I think the on the show they came back into her life um, and they're young adults young men uh, maybe in their early 20s and so there was a recent clip where she has some very choice words to say in reference to um, one of her sons 
And that's kind of um, why we used her as our thumbnail. Yes. Um, so do you remember what she said in the clip? Okay, so I'm not sure if this is the right one, but I saw one. So I, I saw a comment saying that she said she wished that she would have swallowed or something like that. Is that what she said? Yes. Okay, yeah. you, you tell it then. Honey, that was the only thing I needed to see. <laughs> okay, because the clip like that I, I had clicked on, and this I think might have been a um prior to the conversation getting that heated. Um, it was, you know, her saying some other things to him, but I didn't hear that part where she said that in particular. But I know that is kind of um, what has a lot of people in, in, you know, up in arms because that's pretty deplorable to say to someone who you birthed. Um, it, it's pretty awful. Okay, so I'm not really sure. I know she gave the child up for adoption, right? Okay, so this is what happened. She was saying that adoption story all along and come to find out what happened was her kids were taken from her. Um, I think they were in the system. Like some something happened where they were in the system and her, um, I don't know if they were taken from her and the child's father initially. And it seems like she kind of just gave up, um, you know, fighting for them. I, I do believe she might've been like 15 when she had her first child. She was a young teen mom, but it seems as though when her kids got in the system, she kind of gave up. And as a result, um, they were eventually adopted out, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Now, whew, um, do you want to list off some traits for toxic mothers? Well, um, let me say this for, before we do that. Um, I saw David Monroe said in the chat, doesn't she have some mental issues? And I think that she very well might. Um, I, I watched the show maybe like the first season or two, and I saw that she had a very interesting relationship with her own mom who seems to be on drugs and she goes missing for weeks at a time and like sometimes Sky doesn't even know if she's still alive you know and I don't know part of this may be for show but you know it seemed her tears seemed genuine and her efforts to you know find out where her mom was but this seems like a thing that her mom does so I say that to say there seems this seems to be cyclical um, the to toxic nature of her relationship with her children and it's probably something that she saw and passed down but to me that doesn't excuse your behavior at 15 okay yeah maybe I can say um, you know you're young and you don't know what you're doing but I'm assuming she's in her 30s at this age um, from what I saw in one of the clips uh, she was saying how hurt she was and she didn't I don't know if she doesn't have the mental capacity to think about what she's doing to her children um, however at some point in time uh, your pain is supposed to take a back seat to that of your children you're the adult in this situation I mean I'm gonna need you to act like it um, I, I feel like I'm expecting I, I, I'm always expecting the parent to be the bigger person you know um, I think a lot of things that happen within our community um, or the, a lot of the bad things that happen in, in our community is um, like generational uh, curses. Mm. And I don't believe that the women actually take the time to get the help at some point. Mm -hmm. And it's a scary thing mm -hmm. um, because a lot of them have dealt with trauma. I'm pretty sure it wasn't um, uh, Sky a stripper at some point. Yeah, I think she was. Yep. I, I believe so. Yep. 
Yeah. So she went from um, probably going through a lot of shit as a, a teen. Of course, she got pregnant. Yeah, um, she's, she has a criminal record. Like she was in jail on one of the episodes and, you know, for several months and stuff. And um, she she seems like she's had a pretty hard life, you know, and I get that. Yeah. But I guess my point is, it's like um, if we're not getting the psychological help we need, where does that leave our children? Absolutely. And it's a scary ass thing because she told that little boy or he, I don't even think he's a little boy at this yeah. point. He's a young adult, maybe in his early 20s. Right. She told him she should have swallowed him like that. Damn. Wow. And I agree with you, but I also like, you know, I'm, I'm hard on women and mothers because I, I really, it ain't really too many excuses that I can accept from a woman who has decided to, you know, bear a child. Like, at some, even if I say, okay, you know, she had a, a rough deal. She had a rough upbringing, this, that, and the other. Sis, you had time and opportunity to seek help. Your children were being raised by someone else, you know? And, and the thing is, she was, if I'm not mistaken, she sought them out. So why are you seeking them out if you haven't had the healing that you need and seeking them out to do more damage to your children? That, you that is I mean, toxic one-on-one. Toxic mom one-on-one. You know what I think it is? Is that um, with a lot of women, when the work because you, when you walk away from a family and you decide that you want to come back and you haven't done the work that was necessary for all that, mm -hmm. that's not going to be an easy thing. And those mm -hmm. children are going to want answers and an explanation mm. as to why you didn't did what the fuck you didn't did and why you yeah. haven't came around. And then when you started to get a check, you still didn't come around. Matter mm -hmm. of fact, Concrete, I think when she started to get some money, I think they re they are uh, reached out to her, and I think uh, well, I know on the show she had been, and maybe it's because she had been talking about them. Like she had been, she would have crying spells regarding you know missing her children and stuff. But um, I do think that whenever whatever preceded their uh, reunion, I think she thought that she would be able to buy her way back into their good graces. Yeah, and I don't think it worked like that. It doesn't. And when she came back trying to buy, buy their affection and mm -hmm. feel like you can um, throw them a couple dollars and they're going to shut the fuck up about why you even went missing. And that just didn't happen. And so that's like um, when you don't get the desired results. And I'm saying um, when a ratchet woman doesn't get a desired result, I don't think she's going to stay and fight um, mm -hmm. because they're grown. Well, shoulda, coulda, woulda said there's nothing wrong with someone else raising your children. I agree. If you're not capable of raising your children, there's nothing wrong with allowing someone who's better suited or better able to care for your children. But that my issue is you entering back into their lives with your toxic nature and um, causing further damage. That's my issue. Right, 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 right. Um, what do you, I wonder what happened to the dad well, the dad raised uh, one or both of them. They, they, that's who I believe they were living with because I remember a storyline or um, there was a situation where the dad did an interview and there was some back and forth regarding what happened with them originally being taken. And that's how I know the dad was, I believe, in uh, either both or one of their lives. Yeah. 
so I'm one I'm wondering how the kids turned out um in well, spite of all of that. The one who she said that to seemed to be at one point on the right path or on a good path. I don't know where what his situation is now. There is another one who seems to be a little more rough around the edges and um i don't know what his story is but i think he had gotten into like some trouble and he seemed to be a little more hood okay so let's just say um the father ended up leaving or whatever um do you think that a horrible mother is um an excuse to leave, to completely stop dealing with the family, like the children at all? So personally, and I know we've had this discussion a few weeks ago, actually, and the men, most of them had different takes, but I, you know, as a mom, and I'm, I, that's all I, I don't have the ability to father children. So I can't imagine walking away from my children and not fighting tooth and nail to ensure that, um, I, I'm in their lives, especially because a lot of the men who I've heard say, you know, they would rather walk away than deal with certain things. Um, you have to realize that um, you're leaving your child to deal with now this toxic being. Um, and you have to know that that's going to have a huge impact on your child. There's no one there to fight for them. And I know that the system is not, in, you know, is um, it works against um, you know, men, um, it's favorable to women. I, I understand that, but um, I just think about how talk, you know, well, you're talking about toxic mothers. Um, if you're walking away, you very may well be leaving your child in the hands of a toxic mom to be raised by her and no one there to protect him or her or to, um, you know, provide any, any sort of balance or um, anything like that. I, um, because I'm kind of, I, I kind of have mixed feelings about it mm -hmm. in a certain, in a perfect world. I would want the fathers to stay in the fight for the children, mm -hmm. but understanding how manipulative and what a woman will do to, uh, to keep the child away from the fathers. That is some shit. Like you will yeah. do a lot to keep the children away. Um, you're demanding certain amounts of money. Mm -hmm. Um, and Absolutely it, horrible. It kind of brought me to uh, thinking about uh, the girl that Future recently got pregnant. Uh, right? Eliza Rain. That one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're dogging this dude on social media. Like that's going to do something. Um, yeah. It's not going to make him, it's not going to force him to be in a child's life. And then if you've seen that he had five, six, seven other All babies. Right. I definitely think she signed up for this. That doesn't negate how much of a trifling person he is, but you knew what True. you were signing up for. True. So, which kind of leads me to a point uh, about future. And so Russell Wilson posts post a picture of future's son um, at a little league game and said that he was proud of him. Right. Mm-hmm. And so a future ended up posting a picture of Lori Harvey telling her with her ass out, telling her he was proud of her. Oh, I saw and that. So I, I was just like, well, goddamn. Um, yeah. I, but I kind of feel like Sierra also knew what she was signing up for. I agree with that too. 
I, I agree with that too. I don't disagree with that. Um, I don't, I, I still feel like, you know, um, absent fathers, you know, should be accountable for their actions. But, uh, you know, the w- women who knowingly sign up for these situations, um, I don't feel sorry for you. You know, no. I, you, you get zero empathy from me. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That's absolutely right. But you did ask about, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say you did ask about like traits of toxic mothers. Mm -hmm. Um, And just off the top of my head, some of the traits that I can think of that a toxic mother would employ would be um, selfishness, you know, not caring about the children, only caring about herself. Um, A lot of times greed, which may go hand in hand with that selfishness. Um, they're generally negligent. Um, the children aren't a priority in any sense. Uh, some of them use the children as pawns or, um, you know, to benefit them in, in a multitude of different ways. Um, there's no care or concern for the children. They are not investing in the children. They don't care about the children's education. They don't care about the children's health. They're doing the bare minimum and only what is required. And that is because of, um, you know, laws and, 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 and provisions in, 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 that are put in place by um, the government. So uh, what I mean is the children wouldn't go to the dentist if there wasn't a requirement by schools that the children have, you know, annual dental checks and things of that nature. So those are just some of the things that come to mind off the top of my head. Um, I was also thinking about um, even when a mom is so-called a good mother, Mm-hmm. there are still some type of toxic traits because um, I, I just kind of like Oprah Winfrey, like you have the little boys, you're babying them. You don't um, yeah. too, like over mothering. So yeah, you can be a quote unquote good mom, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, you're, you're doing the best you can with what you have and, you care about your children and, you know, and still exhibit some toxic traits. I, I've witnessed that myself. Um, that I think that that is probably pretty prevalent within our community. Good moms who, you know, basically provide for their children's needs. They work hard to, you know, do for the children. They generally have the children's best interests in mind, but they embody some toxic traits, which probably were passed down to them and they've normalized them and maybe for what, okay, so I'll give you an example, a good one. Um, One thing that I've noticed that black women do, and I've seen this um, throughout the spectrum um, is calling their kids out of their name. So that could be a toxic trait, you know, that that, uh, they might have. Yeah. I've seen that happen a lot. Yeah. But you know what the craziest thing is? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how it is for the males and like how the men turn out with being talked to like that. But I noticed that um, usually like the women from like bad areas or who kind of grew up in a certain sense, some of them have actually turned out good, but they struggle like shit. And it's a weird, and, but maybe it's just my demographic. And from wait, I, what do you mean? I'm sorry. I, you said pe- women from bad areas they struggle. Yeah. Okay. So I've seen mothers like when I was growing up. I had friends whose mom called them all kind of bitches and hoes and shit. Uh, right. Okay. 
these women actually turned out decent. And I'm saying like um, not a lot of kids by multiple men. Mm -hmm. um, they're college educated. Oh gosh, they gonna get me for that. But <laughs> they're not criminals. They're um, good people. Okay, so, but that's not a qualifier to me, not being a criminal, like, um, because I feel like, you know, people do bad stuff all the time, and um, some stuff may not be illegal and or, you know, the police or authorities just aren't aware. So no criminal record isn't a qualifier to me. Like, to me, that is an indicative of a good person or a bad person. And that's just me. You know, like, I've, I've seen men who have um, had a criminal record and um, they were in the wrong place at the wrong time and maybe they weren't guilty of anything. And or maybe they, they were guilty of something, but they turned their whole lives around. So I just think that, yeah. you know what I mean? It could go either way. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, I've seen these women kind of turn out decent, but I was like... No, I just remember like when I was a teenager and I did something and my mom called me a bitch, but me and my mom, like, I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh -oh. I am your child. I'm not a person out in the street. And, mm -hmm. you know, we had that talk and my mom never called me that again, but Good. she was like, um, her mother, her grandmother used to call her one. And it was just a generational thing, I think, mm. that they used to do, especially um, from the town where we were from. Okay. And I think it was a lot of toxic shit going on then. Oh, yeah. Nobody ever got help because it was normalized. I don't know too many people who have not been exposed to some sort of toxic traits um, within their upbringing. Like, I mean, my mom engaged in different toxic things. Um, you know, was she a good mom? Yes. But I can certainly say that um, there were some things that I found that were not conducive to a healthy home environment. You know, so um, I don't know too many people, too many black people who who have. I mean, a few, but not not uh, very many who didn't yeah. weren't exposed to some sort of um, toxic behaviors within the home. You know. Yeah, um, but I'm wondering how that affected the boys versus how it affected the girls. I think I see men who are affected. I think that. Um, some of it may manifest itself in the, the, the very space that we're in. I think, you know, when you are berated, when you're belittled, and when you're not protected by the person who brought you into this world, when you are, um, when you're, there's no investment being made into who you are as a person, you're not encouraged, you know, no one's pouring into you, um, that's going to impact you. And it likely will impact your relations, your relationships. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Let me check Ricky. Um, Ricky, let me explain this to you, love. Um, actually, I didn't come from a long line of ratchet women. Um, these were some, uh, most of the, the majority of the women in my family were actually good women. But uh, if you if you ask were some of the behaviors toxic, yeah, some of the behaviors were toxic. My mother was the only one who um, really had the fucked up past, but. My grandmother, great grandmothers, um, great aunts, aunts, everybody else was good, love. So don't don't put that off on me. And I appreciate it. And I also wanted to address David Monroe's uh, comment. Let's see if I can find it. Uh oh, I'm sorry about this concrete, but it kind of got under my skin a little bit. But no, go ahead. 
I think he was, oh, he's like, this is why I don't expect women to check women. Y'all are just so fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I get curious um, how, <laughs> no, we're not going to do this today. It's not our job to go go out and check each and um, every individual. It's not my job. Um, I can get on my platform and, you know, we can identify some of the problems and, and um, try to help within our own circles. But I'm not requiring you to do more than what I'm going to do. And so that's where I'm at with that. Mm. Um, Onyx Body said something interesting. He said, Black men who are raised by toxic mothers grow up to be cruel. Um, I've seen that. Um, even I, I've seen where I've seen it. I think there's a spectrum. So yes, I've seen it where it manifests itself in that way. I've seen it where the men are hurt, where they are, um, you know, maybe gullible because they are looking for that love and acceptance that their mom didn't give them. Um, I've seen it manifest it what it's itself in um, a variety of different ways, but yes, absolutely. That's, that's definitely one of the ways. Um, he said, women's best friends be child abusers and y'all know it. Y'all see it and shut the fuck up. I don't have any friends that abuse their children. I don't either. I'm sorry. <laughs> like literally my friends, like they don't even want to spank their kids as bad as they are. I'm like, oh my God. I'll be like, like my, you know, one of my closest friends, like she didn't, um, she just started like doing like time out and stuff. You know, but her baby is, he's not quite three yet, but I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, some of the stuff she'd be telling me about, like, he's, you know, very, he's a little boy. So he's into everything and he's went through that terrible two stage and all that. So my friends don't even want to spank their kids, you know, don't even put them in time out. Like, they, I mean, yeah, that's not my um, experience, but you know, yeah, whatever. Crazy. You know, we, you know, we got to expect that. They, they, um, we're in a space where the men are very pessimistic and I'm not arguing that they don't have a reason to be, but, um, you know, some of the comments that we receive are probably kind of par for the course, so to speak. Okay. Sean Carter said he grew up in an extremely abusive single mother household and he was extremely violent as a result. He said he literally wanted to be a serial killer. He wanted to be a wow. Yeah, wow. um, that, that's fucked up. That's wow. really, really messed up. Like, that's really, really messed up. That's really yeah, messed up. It um, is. To come up, we drop the link because we don't. I understand how it affects some girls, um, but from what I've noticed, most women that have grown up in toxic environments don't usually seek help for it because it's been so fucking normalized. Well, I don't and think so, black people really seek help for their issue, you know, um, issues anyway. Yeah, that's true. it's rare, you know, because mental health is one of the things that we don't really talk about in the community, and it's so taboo, and you know, it, it is, um, it's it's not really widely accepted within the black community. Um, so I, I'm, we don't really seek help like that. But there was something I was going to say. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, and that is not to say that I don't know any women who are toxic, like just completely toxic or bad mothers. Um, off the top of my head, I can think of one. Uh, there's probably others I have to. Re- I mean, growing up, I, I knew maybe two or three. Um, one, 
that I can think of now off the top of my head within like my age range. That's not like, you know, a generation before me or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I saw it, but that brings me to question two. Do you think that toxic mothers, toxic mothering is easily identifiable in the black community or is it something that's kind of hidden and done behind closed doors? Like, so we wouldn't necessarily know about it if maybe the neighbor, the, the mother to the neighbor children is a toxic mom. It's hard to identify because they live in a separate home or do you think it's, it's pretty obvious or there are signs? I think for the majority, there are signs because you can look at the kids and tell how the kids act and what the kids, uh, you know, like the product, you can see the product. And so I think that's a good identifier, uh, identifier, um, especially when the kids are um, at a certain age. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then you have like instances where the kids are clean, um, but the mother's still doing something to get by where mm-hmm. those are kind of um, hard to identify. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe she is sleeping with uh, six men to get the rent Ooh. paid. Now that's a good point. We haven't talked about how toxic that is. And that's a toxic behavior that I don't think gets really identified. Um, yeah. Yeah. Bringing in, uh, oh, bringing in strange men in and out the house or multiple men allowing right. your children, you know, to see that, you know, you're, you're sleeping with multiple different men and, um, uh, that is one that we don't talk about and that's one that I think that happens quite often um, within our communities and um, we're seeing more and more situations where women are um, partnering with these men that they clearly don't know a whole lot about and they're harming their children like killing the babies and all different kind of foolishness yes yes Um, and I've seen I've seen examples of that um, but now, if you looked at the kids, the kids are going to have on some fresh shoes. Clothes are going to be nice. Um, hair, hair is always cut and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a, a, a DC student or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely think that that goes um, unchecked in our community. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But, okay, so I growing up for me, um, the women who were promiscuous, it was still kind of shameful, but I lived in a small community. Like it wasn't like today's time where it like, it was like, you know, women were free and liberated and quote unquote, um, they like bragged about, Oh girl, I'm sleeping with this dude or, you know, this, like, it wasn't like that when I grew up, it was shameful. So we wouldn't necessarily know unless you're really close to somebody that somebody, you know, is sleeping with everybody and have all these different men around their children because you were still, you know, shamed and, you know, identified as a whole and, uh, no, no one wanted that in my community. I think um, it was it wasn't as it wasn't as on the surface. I'm not going to say it was less prevalent, but it wasn't on the surface like it is now. Like the hoe is on full display, and I, you know, a lot of women who engage in that kind of shit don't care about yeah. who's it and what anybody thinks, and um, because it's like as long as my children are um, dressed up and they look nice and they're mm-hmm. um, mannerable. That should be the standard, but then the fucking kids can't read worth a damn. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Second grade, barely know their freaking ABC. Oh yeah, stuff. but no, no, the song, every rap song that come on, like, yes, Ooh, the, the lyrics. Yeah, you know, I have to admit, if I think about like you know me growing up, I was a young mom, and like even my friends, like all of my friends, um, on the surface, absolutely, like everybody's kids was well taken care of, and you know, well fed, well dressed, well groomed. It, I mean, like every day. Um, and, and like, if I were to be asked that question without um, thinking deeply about it, I would have probably been like, no, none of, you know, none of them were toxic moms. But um, I can certainly say that a number of them engaged in maybe toxic behaviors, like, for example, fighting with the kid's dad, or maybe the kid's yes. dad comes to get the kids and, oh, no, she ain't going because I know you with that woman and, you know, like that type of stuff. Yeah, like toxic behaviors that that still affect the children in some way. Yes. So um, I guess we'll get into the male side um, when we drop the link. But so we're about to drop the link. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. And so ultimately, before you know, while you're dropping the link, I guess I'll ask you this: Do you think um, toxic mothering is um, has as much of an impact or more of an impact on children than absentee fatherism or absent fathers in the, in in the household. Um, Is it just as impactful? Is it, you know, just as bad? Um, I think that toxic mothering is actually worse than um, an absentee father. And I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. If you have a mother who's not, and this is supposed to be um, your first example of a woman that, um, of a woman that you're supposed to admire, this is supposed to be the first example mm-hmm. of that, right? And she's mm-hmm. mean, she's hateful, she's spiteful, trifling, low down, dirty. Mm-hmm. And you get that she's a hoe and you get these images in your head Um, I don't think that that sends a good message to uh, the child. And then Mm -hmm. the child grows up with certain already indoctrinated into a bullshit ass system. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, they start the cycle and then they're fucking at 10 and 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 Oh, yeah, that's a good point. And I would have to agree that toxic mothers are more harmful, in my opinion. I think, you know, being absent definitely could impact a child. But living that toxicity day in and day out, having to, 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 you know, be exposed to abuse or be, you know, exposed to manipulation, which is also another toxic trait, um, men coming in and out, and, you know, potentially um, being able to abuse you and, you know, like having to deal with that on a daily basis, that makes for an unstable child. They don't know what their life is going to be like from one day to the next. In addition, I think that um, having to deal with that, uh, a lot of children, and this is what we see, um, I think that toxic behaviors are are often normalized in our communities. So a lot of children, a lot of young men and young women will go on to emulate that behavior because they think that's that it's normal. And that's why I think it's more harmful because it perpetuates a cycle. They'll go on to emulate that behavior and uh, more, more often than not, and they'll, um, you know, do the same behaviors in their household and their children will go on to emulate their behavior and it just becomes a, a you know a cyclical thing that we and it it's harder for us to to um 
to kind of get out of that rut. Yeah. So we have David Monroe and Game Changer. What's up, fellas? Hey, y'all. Hey, Sister George, why are you always picking on me? I was just calling you the homie. Because it's like, David, this is what, this is how it looks up here, right? So we'll literally be going over issues. And if we don't say the right thing at the right time, it's like, oh, I knew they were fucking feminists. Look at them. And it's like, well, goddamn, David. Oh, well, <laughs> let me let me make this uncomfortable point. I'm going to be done. Then it's like um, they're not going to have the honest conversation. And I'm like, damn, me and Concrete, out of a lot of women in this, in this, me and Concrete have some of the most honest conversations. I'd be like, well, goddamn, bro. Like we can't win. Like we're fighting a losing battle, huh? Sure. Hey, David. Nah, listen, I give y'all props. I, I appreciate what you're trying to do on your panels and stuff. But the thing of it is, the, the first comment I think you pointed out was when I said, you know, women's best friends be child abusers and they shut the fuck up about it. How are you how are we supposed to get around that? Like, and then a few minutes later, you will go on to say that this kind of behavior amongst our women, amongst our mother class is become normalized. So how can it be normalized on the one hand, but these women have no friends? These women have no circle of confidants that, that support them and protect them. Those two things can't exist. So Right. I said the normalized oh, part and I was talking about amongst the household. But yes, we can't ignore that we we that we can't act like we don't see toxic behaviors being displayed by black mothers. Come on, like seriously. I don't, honest, I don't yes, think, we see it. Yeah, I, I don't it, think anybody said that we didn't see it, but if you're telling me that my best friend was a, a child abuser, no, she's personalizing it. It's not for you to she make it personal. Was. Not you can't say I'm calling your best friend a child abuser. But when I but say when women's best friends abuse children and they don't say anything, that's real. Okay, so what makes you, what what are we disagreeing about? You picked on me. Oh, I did. I'm sorry. I have. I didn't eat. Thank you. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was easy. Okay. Hey, now nah, we good. I'll be back later. Okay. David Monroe always keeping up stuff in the chat, though. Like, I, I, I mean, he really does. He, he, he always, boy, he'd be going at it in that chat. But um, he does that in everybody's chat. Hey, hey what's going on? Hey, what's up? What's up? So, um, so could you ladies um, um, display the scroll, please? Sure, game changer. Oh Lord, no, not the scroll, not the scroll. I'm about to go. <laughs> no, it's time, it's time to go. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay. So, so what you see here is one of the tenets of sisterhood and how it relates to parenthood. And I'll read it to you. Uh, your children can be used as hostages if and only if you love them less than your enemy. Mm, um, wow. So, so this is not my scroll. I didn't write this crap. So basically what it's saying um, is that, um, like you were saying before, I, don't, I forget which one, because uh, I was listening, I didn't really um, see who was talking. But one of you were saying before that, you know, um, sometimes women use their children to leverage um, things out of men. Um, and therefore he has no choice um, but to leave or become a slave to said woman. Now that is an unfortunate position for a man to be in. Um, and it is a lose-lose because, let's face it, even if you stay, you cannot properly rear a child being a slave to a woman who cares less about mm, her child and your child than you. Um, 
now um, leaving gives you the opportunity to father another, um, perhaps with a woman who is not a part of. Okay, the but what about that child though? Hmm? You well, saying father another? What about the child that you have with this woman that you're leaving to, uh, you know, be exposed to these toxic behaviors with no protection? You cannot. You cannot help him as a slave. You simply cannot. Yeah, but once you leave, you can try to get him. You could try to. Yeah, uh, you can. You can. To... But we're talking about the act of leaving, not you know, um, right, not right. not the attempt to to uh, get him afterwards. Absolutely, you do your best. However, you know there there are circumstances where your best is not enough. So I mean, um, being part of the sisterhood means that you're an all around awful human being, and in order. Oh, wow. And in order to rid yourself of such behaviors, like David Morrow suggested, you have to completely and and um, completely go against it. You see, um, um, Sister George, that's why I did that response where I showed the um, the women, primarily white women, but a few black ones, um, who held up the sign that said, "I don't need feminism because dot dot dot." You see, I don't see the visceral response to the sisterhood like that. Y'all still try to ride the fence and hold on, like empathizing with. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! So all it takes for us to denounce uh, the sisterhood is to write a piece of paper and videotape it. No, 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 no! But that's a start. It requires. To be honest, it's a it's a visceral hatred of um of sisterhood and sisterhood adjacent. They should feel it. They should feel it. They should see it in your in your eyes and feel it in your soul every time they walk around these fat ass belt bitches uh, with the with the old wrinkled belt that they don't wear because they fat enough to hold their own pants and they and they just use it to threaten the kids. They should oh, feel the God. hatred coming from you because they feel that shit from me. Nasty bitches. They feel the shit from me. That's for damn sure. And I want them to feel it from everybody. They feel it from me and white people. And then they just classify me as lame and assume my opinion don't matter. But yours do. The sisterhood needs to be dismantled mm. and you need to be, you need to be completely against it. Look at what they wrote the day after slavery. Your children can be used as hostages. I, I really, I, I, you know, one day I, I need to find out the real history of this world because I don't believe that this was written by black women. It was written by 26 black women. All of them, because they were freed slaves, only knew one letter apiece. Oh my God. <laughs> this sounds what? like a fable. Oh my gosh. They knew, how to, they knew one letter apiece, but they knew how to form words. Like, come on. Like, look, 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 look. This, is not this is like the Willie Lynch letter, huh? Well, okay. Well, I actually had the scrolls. Um, or uh, there is. They're in safekeeping right now, but no, I have to break the sisterhood, pretend to be a simp just to get my hands on these scrolls, you know, and 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 find out the thinking so I can present it to you so you can know what behaviors to avoid. Yeah, but I want and you to give me freedom. Why are you huh? holding on? So y'all can't have it. Like this <laughs> should never. First of all. First of all, it took me a while to translate it. I had to write. I had to write an AI algorithm just to translate it. Once what? I did, I kept the originals, and y'all not gonna find it ever. Why? <laughs> for proof. For proof. For proof that of the existence of it. So shouldn't we spread the message that I am spreading the message? This is me spreading the message. I'm online spreading the message. But don't you? More, yeah, more of us would would um, fare better if we spread the message too. So if you give the scrolls, you to spread George, the message. 
No, no, no. Take a, take a copy. I am going to create. I'm going to create an Android app so you can have the scroll. Share it. Share it with like-minded sisters right, and right. bitches to let them know that we own to them. We own to them because because they remember me from when I took their goddamn phone. <laughs> now they know they're coming back to buy it. So yeah, very I'll interesting. I want more women to be to to have a visceral hatred against these sisterhood bitches. You know why? Because they're destroying your penis and they they mm. they. they, they the game changer. This is the problem. Okay. And I'm not making excuses. I'm saying this is the actual problem. When your big mama is part of the gynocracy, but your big mama come in and cook you um a good old Sunday meal with all the fat and shit in it, and it's just so yummy and stuff. And she she lets you uh, climb up in her big old tall bed, and she um she sits there and she does your hair and she does all the shit that grandmas used to do and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then she's part of the gynocracy. Should I slap her upside the head because she's part of the gynocracy? See, that's hard for women. That's especially she's hard. the one who passed down. I mean, she's the primary person that is enforcing the gynoc gynocracy and indoctrinating the the, the um, women in the family. So yeah, what do you know about Big Mama? True. She she is to um be maintained at a respectful distance. However, she must know that that distance is due to the scroll. Know know that you two would be closer if she was a regular woman. She did. That's like somebody feeding their kids candy and shit for dinner, and you think, oh, this is a great parent until you grow up fat as fuck. You know, you you think it's a good thing. They they don't care about your future. Nope. Nope, she was setting you up for failure from the day you was born, Big Mama was. And now that you realize it, now that you realize it, you need to um, behave accordingly. But do you think that she believes she was setting us up for success? Huh? That she? Do you believe that her act? That she believed that her actions were going to set us up for success? She didn't oh, no. know. You want to know why? You want to know why? Tell you why. Because she's not successful. You see, she's she's one of those mm. pretenders. Mm. She's one of those pretenders. She's one of those people who 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 like to look like she's successful. Like, yes, you know, I'm 50 years old, still twerking in the club. You know, ain't nothing wrong with this. That's what I she- hope Big Mama ain't twerking in nobody club. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what they do. If she's a boomer, that's Oh my God, stop it. Ain't no Big Mama twerking in the club. Yes, they do. I, I know, mama, I know, she, like I know, I know. Baby. My 85 year old grandmother. No, no, I'm not from 85. I'm not from 85. She's never twerked in a club, no, though. I mean, no, maybe no, she was in Harpo's juke joint getting down. Listen, my grandmother is the, on the motherboard at church. She don't do that type of stuff. Well, okay. Is your grandma, because your grandma's not a boomer, is your grandma part of the sisterhood? Oh, God. See, Big no, Mama usually I would, no. yeah. See, Big Mama usually isn't part of the sisterhood, and they don't follow these goddamn scrolls. Ah, okay. You know, um, it's it's these it's these boomers. You know, your mama was probably a boomer, and I bet you yep. she's. I, I bet. Yeah, and I she bet. was a part of the gynocracy too. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> these are the ones I'm talking about. And she's pretending to be happy with her decision, but she is secretly mm. envious of Big Mama's life. Hey, Big ladies. Mama, mm. Big Mama. Hey. I, Big Mama with all the kids and um and all the grandkids and they all gather around to celebrate the 85th birthday and 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 she can't even get a backyard boogie for her own birthday. Why? Because everybody's slightly pissed at her. See, she don't want to admit how she is jealous of Big Mama. She wants to pretend that she did everything okay and she is instilling that to you so you can follow the, down the same fucked up path that she went down. I'm telling you, she deliberately fucked up your life. Uh -huh. And 
you don't want to admit it. And until you admit it, you might fuck up your own daughter's life. So we have to, it has to be. A You're going to have these folks side eye and big mama. Like, come on now. No, not big mama. I'm, not, I'm talking about the well, they, their grandmother then. How about that? No, I'm talking about, yeah, yeah. If your grandma, yes. What's absolutely. wrong with that? If your grandma is a boomer they and she's part of the sister that put the sister that for work, her and she we are not asking for anything. We, we are not asking for anything worse. Listen, when you have when you have these white boys who who grow up in the um in 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 in, in the bowels of Baduka, and then um they they father was clan and their grandpappy was clan and their great grandpappy was clan and they come out to be like social justice warriors. They take the same they take the same oath because they know that they come from a long line of slightly fucked up people. Sometimes I don't believe that. I don't believe that 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 uh sometimes you have to renounce evil and this I don't system, believe that they're renouncing Pappy. No, they know Pappy still got that Confederate flag. Listen, listen. Behind every liberal white boy somewhere in their family tree, you shake it and it's a racist ass motherfucker there. And that's how Facts. they and, and that's how they evolved, you know. So somewhere somebody had to cut off the previous generation and say, fuck that um that twisted nigga. So, so let me ask you a question. I would try to say that not only not only about the parents in the case, but everyone. Just say I'm not with these, you know, and I'm not gonna play um whatever y'all do, spades or whatever the fuck y'all do with these ratchet bitches. You you have to be like um, spades ain't did nothing to nobody. Slow down. No, it's not. It's not the point. Listen, I know. I'm I'm being facetious. Go ahead. Oh. Nah, concrete. I'm going to the next uh family uh. Reunion. I'm flipping over domino tables. Oh, no. <laughs> oh don't don't do it. <laughs> don't do it because the same people in this space. Once you make World Star, they're gonna be sharing the video. <laughs> Who else we got um, on the panel? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a I'm minute. here. I probably wait, will say wait something. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me send a special shout out to um Ronald S for the Cash App. And also another cash out from Kenny Conjo. Thank y'all so much. We appreciate the support. Thank y'all. Thank brother. Thank you, brothers. Who was the warrior prince? Hey. Hey, how you doing? I was just listening to uh, uh, Game Changer going here at the rent. So I wasn't. I didn't want to say anything. I was just listening to y'all go back and forth. How you everybody doing, though? Hello. What do you think about the topic? What, what's your opinion on the topic? Uh well I kind of lost the topic because he went to going off about the sisterhood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, pants. the actual topic is basically are toxic mothers as bad or worse than um, you know absentee fathers? Well, in my opinion, toxic mothers are worse um, uh -oh. because the woman is the first person to imprint on the child. Mm. And uh, that's a good point. Know, a father has to come in afterwards and make that, that bond when the baby is here. And so, you know, you get everything that you, you need from your mother. Like, I have a son right now. My son is uh, mm -hmm. about six months. My wife is in Africa right now. He don't really need his dad, like, directly. He needs me indirectly to provide, you know, for his mother and, and them. But he don't know. The only thing he knows is he needs his mother's milk. You know what I'm saying? And so a child is always mm -hmm. going to be dependent on the mother for some for some form of nurturing or nutrients or something mm. like that. And so when you are a toxic person, which in our society, in our culture, most of our women are, they pull that toxicity right into their children. Mm. Um, and then the and, and, and just the way that God made women, everything about you is, is made to 
nurture and fester and grow. You get what I'm saying? And so when you when you take that what's growing inside of you and place it inside a child, man, it's it's almost damage that's done as if you know you can't get it out of them. I mean, people yeah. grow up from from kids. A lot of people be dealing with with, with stuff that they had dealt with in their childhood, mm-hmm. and they take it into adulthood. And so fathers are supposed to come in where, where fathers see a father's role and a mother's role is different. Mothers are the nurturers. Fathers are the stability. Fathers are the order. And they are the protection. And when you get the two working in unison, that's when you have uh, a blessed child and you have a child that's going to be a productive member of society. Not just somebody that's working. If you have Mm -hmm. a a woman, she can go off and be a a productive nurturer and an aide to her man. And you have a man, he can go off and be a builder. And so you remove the man out of the equation, <clears throat> you know, the, the child is going to grow up neglecting, I mean, missing some some key components that he needs, he or she needs. But it's one thing to, to be missing something. It's another thing to be filled with something that's venomous or poisonous to you. I'm sorry. I got a phone call. I apologize. <clears throat> I agree wholeheartedly. You said and some very you made some very important points and I agree 110% and just thinking about the fact that uh, women are the nurturers in addition to women are generally you know the primary role hello you're kind of fading in and out. how about now yeah you're good now okay sorry um, I was just saying I agreed 110% with what he was saying that, um, you know, during uh, women are the nurturers and they're the primary caregivers or caretakers, excuse me, um, during the first few years of the child's life. And, um, you know, children are extremely impressionable during that time. That's when their development is occurring, the, the, the bulk of their development. So if you are, you know, impacting them um, with your toxic nature at that stage, uh, yeah, absolutely. The the um, the um, abuse and behaviors can have a long lasting effect on, on those babies. And I, I think what's even more damaging, too, is that a lot of times, like especially with young girls, they can come back and be like I heard. Um, I want to say it was a uh, sister George. She said that her mother called her. A, sorry about that. Her mother called her a bitch. Right. You know. You know what psychological damage that can do to a child, a daughter? You, your, your mother is, is the one that's tearing mm-hmm. you down. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, like I said in the comment section, yes, it's very normal. Just it's, it's so normal, though, that we almost don't even see that it's a problem. Because um, it, it's, I remember I had, I had this car. I had, a, I had my car for about 15 years. It was a Camaro. It was a 99 Camaro Z28. And the passenger side window stopped working. Don't know why it just stopped working. So I never had anybody in the passenger seat anyway. So I just, you know, just neglected it not to, you know, get it fixed or whatever. But when I got ready to sell it, like I had completely forgot because it was so normal for the window not to roll down. You get what I'm saying? And so that's that's kind of how it is in our community. It's so normal, yeah. so so ba- behavior is so normal, even though it's not right and it's not working properly, we just think. This is the way it's supposed to be. That's a good and, analogy. 
And it makes you think about when children grow up and they start forming their own relationships and that negativity is manifesting itself in their behaviors. And that's what, you know what I mean? It's been normal their entire lives. And that's when they probably start paying attention. Um, And I think for most people, it takes a very long time, especially black women. We normalize the, the behaviors and, you know, our anger. And even, you know, I hear, I always see these narratives that, you know, well, black women have like memes and stuff saying, well, black women have a right to be angry and don't ask me why, why I'm angry. I have a right, you know, just things like that. And it, it perpetuates all the misnomers about us, but, um, and all the negative things, and all the negative negative things that are being said about us regarding our attitudes. So, um, oh my gosh, here you go. Well, uh, all the negative things that are said about us regarding our attitudes, when you, um, you know, post things like that and everybody is in agreement. Yeah. You know, don't, I don't, I don't have to smile and, you know, doing all of that type of stuff. But um, I think for, for women, us black women, it takes a very long time for us to realize that the trauma that we went through is affecting us and it manifests itself in our behaviors. And a lot of us are into our forties and fifties before we realize it. Yes, I mean, yes, I mean, uh, where does the trauma come from? The trauma comes from the mother. Are up exactly, it comes from these scroll bitches, and that's why I'm saying you got you to separate yourself from. Wait, 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 wait. And in, in what sense are y'all talking about the trauma? Like, is she responsible for this? Well, well, we're talking about toxic mothering. So, if we're yeah. to- that's what okay. I'm talking about, like the toxic behaviors okay. that their mothers engaged in. Yeah, it comes from these scroll bitches. I'm telling you, we we have to discourage it. We have to discourage it. Make them make them understand that this is not the hip thing to do. This is not cool, you know, and all that stuff, you know, leave it up to me. They wouldn't be allowed to wear purple. I mean, like purple. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. why, why purple? It's, I don't it's, know if we want to know. It's a historical thing, basically. In, 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 in Rome and Greece, um, only women of certain status and standard could wear purple. Uh, or like royalty or? Could not, could not, not even royalty, because uh, okay. it was a republic. But, you know, whores, former whores, you know, um, free women, <laughs> things like that. Look, purple was reserved for um, women of, of class and status and, 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 and untarnished repute. Mm. And they are women of tarnished repute. Therefore, they do not wear purple. And that will allow the guys to understand um, what we're dealing with. So we can so so they not because they try to blend in with regular women like they human. They try to they try to they try to come in and pretend to be you all the time. I'm saying that we need to readily identify them by their by their purple garments. Can I get you ladies perspective on something? What, wait, I want to let um, Fantastic in and then you can go. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. What's up, Fantastic? Fantastic. Yo, what up? Can you hear me? Yeah, you good. Hey, what's going on, man? Nothing's going on. And, and, and ladies. Um, yeah, man. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of this. Uh, when I first came over here, I was one of the, one of my um, uh, mission statements is, an absent father can never be more, um, uh, you know, of a bad, bad influence than uh, a present mother. Uh, just like you said, uh, if you understand, is human beings are learned through emulation. They learn through what they see and what they're around. So, and and far too often than not, um, you know, when little little John John um, grows up to be uh, that D one athlete, you know, um, uh, he gets to go to from being 
a D1 five-star athlete to being, uh, you know, a draft pick in the NFL or the NBA. Oh, his mom did such a great job. His mom, you know, is the best mom ever. You know, dear mama, all that bullshit. Even though his mama never, ever even really took him to a practice, his mom can't explain to you what a pick and roll is. She can't explain to you what a fucking blitz is. She didn't know anything about it. It was men around her that actually saw the potential in her child and nurtured that potential. Um, uh, so, but she gets all the credit. But let Lil John John, um, uh, you know, turn out to have a rap sheet longer than he is tall by before he's even eighteen years old. Then ah, uh, it's because of these ancient niggas that's not being um uh, being fathers and not being active in their children's lives. So uh, far too often than not, man. Um, uh, it's just living proof and you get to see it and like i said this is the house that black women have built and you know unfortunately we all gotta fucking live in it and um uh you know the dudes out here now we're here trying to turn this shit around man because far too um you know for the longest this is why i say you can't you can't praise people for the shit they should be doing anyway oh i'm a good mom i'm a strong mom i do this well that's what you're supposed to do anyway damn it you're supposed to be just because you don't got a parent there you're supposed to be hold on a second i'm going through the gate yeah, I have a question yeah. when he comes back too, but out of something that he said. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, um, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I did this for my kids. I did that for my kids. Well, idiot, that's what you're supposed to do anyway. Because when you become a parent, you're supposed to put your child in the best possible situation to be successful. And um, instead you know, of people saying that, yeah, you go, girl. Yeah, you right. You know, without our moms, we'd be nothing, and so on and so forth. But when you look at all these other cultures. These other cultures don't don't have the same deification for their moms and mm-hmm. not because they don't love them or because they don't care, but because they understand the, the proper place and balance. And they have both of their parents there. And um, more often and, and more importantly than not, the father is there as the, you know, the cornerstone, the anchor to provide for everybody. And the mom is able to uh, operate her proper role as that nurturer. You know what I'm saying? I have a question, Mr. Fantastic. Yes, ma'am. Um, so based on what you said, and I might be misunderstanding you, but um, do you believe that a um, a present mother can offset the um, the impact of an absent father? And if you do, do you also believe that a present father could impact and or offset, um, you know, the uh, mothering from a toxic mother? Well, uh a good parent, a good a good parent can offset anything. Again, like because I mean, even if we look at this from a single mother aspect, not all single mothers are single because they got pregnant and by uh, out of wedlock. Some some women get pregnant and get divorced. Some women get uh, I'm, I'm sorry, get married and get divorced. Some people get married and the husbands dies. If she's a good quality woman, she's going to be a good woman and a good mother. Period. Aspect. If she's a good woman and she's a good mother, that's going. Uh-oh, uh, uh, that's going to rise to the top regardless and of course that 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 child isn't going to be a statistic say, what's up? say again you have did, did i break up can you hear me yeah. okay. can you hear me now yeah, uh, yeah we can hear you cool you cool Wait, what happened? All right, but, um, you? um, yeah, um, so, so, um, could you, could you mod me because th- th- there's a monkey, yeah, yeah. there's a monkey brain. Out. Yeah. Don't abuse your privileges, Jesus Christ. 
All right. Fantastic. I'm sorry about that, y'all. Go ahead. Yeah, I was saying, if a woman is a good woman and a good mother, she's going to be that regardless, um, whether she's with, with, with a man or whether she's not. Um, for a father, but then you, when you get to the man aspect of it, the statistics are more more heavily uh, relied on and looked at, or two parent household. So yeah, by all means, there can be exceptions to the rule, but the rule, you know, what I'm saying the exception is not the rule. And I think all more yeah. often than not, especially the exception be made the rule. But if the father is present, like if the mother is toxic, so you you have a toxic mother who. The man yeah. laid down with and they, you know, had a child together. Um, if uh-huh. the man stays as opposed to leaving, can that offset the effects or impact that that toxicity has on the child? So are you, hold on. So are you saying man stay in a bedship for the sake of his child? Yeah. Could that potentially, you know, limit uh, the effect that that toxic behavior would have on the child? Possible, but not. Um, again, like I have, if you have a man that's with a toxic woman, more likely than not, you're going to get into a lot of, um, uh, you know, um, bad adult behavior mm-hmm. and bad relationship that the child gets to witness at that point. Okay. That's why yeah, I, don't, I would I would never, ever suggest that someone stay in an unhappy relationship for the sake of the children, because that can be, you know, that, that can backfire real easily because, you know, DV and, you know, a lot of these other things and so on and so forth or just you know actual physical violence but you know verbal and emotional and things like that where you got a daughter that gets to see a woman you know constantly verbally um you know disrespecting a man in front of him bitch ass nigga whole ass nigga you broke you this you that and this man is trying well what does that do to the psyche of that child and to the status of how they're treat the black man yeah, good point for both the daughter uh, and oh, even so, the son. Um, uh, can I, yeah, both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um uh it's again, every everything is possible, man. I, you know, shit. Um niggas hit the lottery, you know, every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're black, you know what I'm saying? More more cognizant of those two different meanings. Um uh ultimately what you have here is Men that are trying, because I'm I'm in that situation. I can tell you that you know what I'm saying I have a custody agreement. I did any everything to get my my children the rights to them and so on and so That's forth. Dope. And right and right now I'm like the the chick just buck buck she just buck the damn buck the court order. Oh wow! So like in and restructure it because you know she's just like fuck with damn I don't any children. And I'm instilling those, those, you know, those fatherly qualities and putting that, that palm in there like with her and on purpose because she has, because she has an issue with me. Now, can I, um, can I bring something up in the chat room, please? Um, third degree burn says defend black women, lose your wrench. Now I want to say that nobody is attacking black women. Sister Rose or excuse me, concrete Rose and sister George are both black women. You're defending a certain type of behavior that far too many black women possess. No one is attacking black women. You know, if anything, we're protecting the women's um, um, like Concrete Rose and Sister George's reputation from these um, uh, ill-bred bohemians. You know, that's what we're doing. 
Stop! Stop trying to explain to the slow people, um, game changer. Don't don't do it. You know, no, you know, no. you know who that that individual is. No, well, I, I don't. But I mean, you know, this is this is what um, this, this is for everybody else. You know, who thinks that this is um, an attack on womanhood? No, they're attacking you. They're they're tarnishing your reputation. You know, it's not. You know, there's nothing we can say to undo the image that some of these women portray of you. There isn't. You know. Can I can I add something to that uh, game changer? Go for it. That, that that's the issue right there, man. Every time we try to um, we try to have a, a conversation to address, you know, anything that may be problematic with black women or certain qualities about certain black women, everybody gets. I mean, people get defensive. They don't want to, you know, want to defend. They don't want to, you know, hear what you got to say. But y'all know, you know what it is, though, right? I know what that is because it's the first and second tenant of the scroll. Do not speak <laughs> what the sister's in it. No, no, that, that- no, no, what I'm saying is if you come into this space, and, I, and I'm talking about particularly like you, or if you came from one of them rough Facebook groups like I did, it's not anything that most women are used to hearing. So oh, it's, okay. it's, a, it's a hard pill to swallow um, when you first hear bad things about women because. You're talking to women that have been indoctrinated into a system and it's generational and generational. And you're always told that these things are correct and that your mom knows best or that your grandma knows best and niggas ain't shit. And it's learned behavior. So um, when women come into the space and they hear this kind of stuff, hell no, most people ain't going to want to hear it. Yeah. And it's just what it is. And, I, you know, I'm not trying to make excuses for it, but that's just what it is. OK, well, I, hear, I, will. I hear you. I can respect that. Uh, because um, I'm thinking like a kid who get a participation trophy all his life, the first time he don't get one is going to be tough, you know, or if he tries to, you know, uh, go to the pros or something like that, that initial rejection is going to be tough. I, I understand that, you know. I want I want yeah. to comment on something that uh, Mr. Fantastic said. Concrete Rose asked Mr. Fantastic. Um, she said, can, basically, can, can it be offset? I don't think it can be completely offset because you still need, you, you, you need both your mother and your father to be giving you the very best of themselves. But you can basically do a form of damage control because what Mr. Fantastic is talking about, I go through as well because from my, um, my ex-wife, I have two boys. And, um, you know, uh, matter of fact, uh, about two hours ago, my, my youngest, well, he's not my youngest, he's my middle son now. And he called and was, was crying on the phone to me and saying, he felt like his mama was treating him unfairly because, you know, she got all, you know, she got all the electronics upstairs and all these other things and they don't have anything. And in a normal, in normal space. And I, I told him, I said, well, you know, you can't call and be ratting on your mom. I'm going to talk to you about that when I pick you up this weekend. But in a normal space, you would think, OK, he's just he's just being, you know, one of his way. But when you know the whole full story of the fact that. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't buy any clothes. Um, the slightest little thing, she's punishing him about it. But she got the latest and greatest iPhone, latest flat screen. She got her nails done. She got her hair done. She got all these things um, going on. And they're watching that. And then um, one day she tried to have a conversation with me about getting their haircuts because I don't know, you know, I believe that a man should take his children, take especially his boys, and teach them how to carry themselves as young men. True. So, I don't have no problem with taking my kids to get, you know, anything that they need to get done. However, when you go to child support court, all right, 
And when you're paying a healthy amount a month of child support and you still have to live, you have to discipline yourself to say, no, your mother's going to have to be more responsible. Now, every now and then I'll break down because you hate to see your children. You know, I still buy their clothes. I just don't send them at home with her. But, you know, for the most part, I kind of try to force her to get their haircuts. So one day she decided she was going to confront me about it. And they overheard the conversation. I wasn't trying to have a conversation in front of them, but they overheard the conversation. So now they know that I'm paying child support. And so I have a 12-year-old. He's looking at her like, hey, yo, dad's sending a healthy amount of money over here a month. Why we ain't got this? Why we ain't got that? You know what I'm saying? And so, but you can only, you can only do, you can only offer, you can only be the best father you can be. And I, I agree with him, Mr. Fantastic. It doesn't matter if you're with that person or not. If you're going to be a good father, you're going to be a good mother. You know, it's unconditional. That's who. That's what you're going to be. You're going to put your child's well-being above your own. You're going to place your child's needs at the top priority. You know, so it don't matter who you're with. But they still going to have something that they're going to be contending with because something is still missing in their lives. Like, you know, my son doesn't, my oldest son don't too much care for black girls. He don't care for black girls. You know, he's just like, and when I asked him, I'm like, why you don't like black girls? He's like, they got bad attitudes. He's 12. He's 12 and he says that to me. You know what I'm saying? And he said they're bossy. He, he's looking at his mother and he's, do, he's doing notes. He's doing a compare and contrast. And he's like, man, the women that look like my mom, I don't want to deal with them. You see what I'm saying? So right there, there's something that I have to, you know, talk to him about now. I've already told him flat out, I don't want him marrying an American black woman. I don't really? want him to. Yeah, I've told him that. Now, but here's the thing. Whatever decision that he gets to be when he gets to be older, there's only certain criteria that I want her to have. And no matter where she's from or what she looks like, if she fit that, then I'll bless that. You get what I'm saying? But I don't think is I don't think is I don't think the girls are going to be because they, they're getting worse each generation. So I don't think they're going to be enough to go around they, they still good girls out here good black women out here i mean but they i mean they hiding up on the rock somewhere you know what i'm saying well, y'all mind they're, like they're, uh sisterhood see you're what, what your son is going ladies this is how you are affected by the sisterhood i'm not making this up you know um it's it's not working to your favor that's why it's called the um sisterhood of failure it, it is not work you see his son is 12. <coughs> is 12 he should be um after everything in the training bra but nope he has created a group of people that he that that he's dead set against that's not that's not natural this sisterhood is not natural and it's not working to your favor Yo, you know, that's what, real quick. You should ahead, be because i'm gonna um i want to talk to the warrior prince after the fact so go ahead okay uh well i want i wanted to ask him a question after I said what I was okay, all right. Well, I'll just um, so for the main topic regarding uh, toxic mothers versus uh, absentee father, um, I don't think one is worse than the other. You know, uh, toxicity can manifest in various forms. I mean, a absent a father being absentee uh, can be a form of toxicity depending on his how absent he is. You know, if, if we just talk about just uh absence as far as his presence then you know maybe it's not toxic you know if he calls his kids every day checks on them whatever whatever that may not be toxic um but i do feel like the toxicity in black society has a certain uniqueness the toxicity mm. for mothers because like uh a lot of black female toxicity is 
um, just lumped in with their strength and all that. You know, um, there's some things that we that we look at that are regarded as strength, which are actually toxic, you know, um, right. Like, like just the default combative attitude or this, you know, and we, we just automatically say that's strong on the one hand, I can look at a woman defending herself, you know, um, sticking by her guns as being strong, but then there's an aspect of it where you just being stubborn, just to be stuck for uh, stubborn sake. You're not trying to collaborate. You're not trying to grow. You're not trying to, um, you, you know, you're not trying to build together. Uh, but I, this is the one thing I want to say to uh, Warrior Prince, uh, Mr. Warrior Prince. I'm not saying this to be confrontational. I just have some critique of what you said to your son about. So you 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 said off the bat you don't want him to marry a black American woman. Okay, you know that's that's your own personal opinion. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm one of those super pro black people. I'm all about hey building Wakanda and all that. So you know, I obviously I'm 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 not in agreement with that. But I mean. What what I the, the main problem I have with it is not even that it's it's the fact that you said you don't want him to marry American black woman, but have you told him? Did you say that you don't want him to marry a white woman? You know what I'm saying? Like so, that's my main thing. You know. Uh, and, uh, and also, uh, I thought. Well, Warrior, can can I respond to that real quick? Well, Warrior Prince, because that's what I was gonna um I was gonna ask you partially what Tendros just asked you. But um, I was going to also encourage um, you to tell your son to look for certain traits in a woman, no matter what color she is, because a, a lot a big problem to me within this space is that men be red pill for black women, but blue pill for everybody else. And I don't think that's a good thing um, to encourage. No, but- I, I, I agree. See, this is why the can because uh, what's what's your name? Uh, I can't say your name. I'm going to call you uh, T-Dog. Oh, yeah. So to respond to what you said, first of all, black is a is 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 a racial construct. So I'm not really about being pro-black because we are we are a mixture of different ethnic groups from Africa. Okay. So in my opinion, how I feel about it is, yeah, you can marry an African American woman, but you can go back home to Africa and marry an African woman. If that's what you want, if you're attracted to, because I'm not attracted to anything but black women. So I pray and hope that my son marries a black woman. You get what I'm saying? So when yes, I sir. talk to my when I talk to my son about marrying a uh, don't don't marry a woman from America, I didn't just exclude. I didn't exclude white women and say, but you can marry a white woman. I didn't say that. Oh, okay. So you said so you said don't marry American woman. American woman, a Western woman, because okay, okay, and okay. What, no, that no, that makes a difference. Okay, I thought you specifically and, said don't marry a Black American woman. Okay, well, if if I said that, when then let me just clarify my position because that's not what I told him. Well, why, because, does, um, why does it make a difference? It does uh, make a difference. Game changer, goddamn it! What do you mean? What 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 you talking about? Can, so, can, I, can, I, can I finish? Can I finish what I was going to say? Because I was going to answer this. Yeah, let, let the warrior prince finish. Okay. Okay. What what you're saying, Sister Joyce, that's the very reason why I told him to, because here, culturally, it's it's not, it didn't start off as black women's fault here. But the fact of the matter is, when something is embedded in a woman, it's like pulling daggone wisdom teeth that ain't even sprouted up yet from her mouth to try to get it out of. And so, culturally here, women are taught that men here are supposed to be the beast of burdens, they're supposed to be the provider, the protector and all that, but they don't get none of the adulation and the respect. And truth be told, 
the pairing of a man and a woman is about legacy. So I instruct my children, my son, because I haven't talked to my um, eight-year-old about it yet, um, but I instruct my 12-year-old to protect your legacy because I don't want them to have to live outside. Children deserve to be in the home with both of their parents, okay? And the, if you're looking for a wife, because I believe that when you, you're, you're not supposed to be looking for a girlfriend, you're supposed to be looking for a wife, and the wife exhibits certain traits and qualities. The first thing that a wife is going to be is her desire is going to be for her husband, okay? She is going to be loyal to her husband. She's not gonna worry about a system. She's going to be loyal to him. She's gonna to submit to him. She's going to respect him. She's gonna rear his children. She's gonna aid and help him. Those are the qualities that I tell him that you have to look for in a woman, okay? Anytime that you're dealing with a woman that believes that it's okay for me to be separate from my man, because I don't believe that. I believe that a, a woman was made for the man. I'm a very spiritual person. I believe that a woman was made for a man. And anytime you have a woman that's indoctrinated with the belief that she is equal or needs to be separate from her man, that's a problem. And so here is getting worse and worse. And I don't want him to have to contend with trying to demand something that should already be given to him, which is respect. I don't want him to have to ever go through what I had to, what I had to sit down and tell them one day, hey, dad ain't coming home. You know, that's the hard thing to have to look your son in the face and tell them when they're just like, but this is what I'm used to. You never lived outside the house with your father. Now you got you hearing your father tell you that you got to live outside the house with him or you, your sons or your children hearing your mom upstairs in the back blown out in your dad's bed. Because you this is how you see it as a child. That's my father's bed. My father's built this house. This is his this is his home. And you're gonna move this strange Negro in here. He's up there blowing the black out. I don't even know what that means at this time, but this is what you're doing. And I don't want them to ever have to go through that. So my instructions to my son, I teach him to look for a wife, not a girlfriend. So if you're looking for a girlfriend, you're gonna find a girlfriend. Okay, and girlfriends are temporary. But if you're can, looking can I, for a wife- Can I just ask a question? Go ahead. Uh, sorry, no, no, I, I want you to continue what you're saying. I just want to address something real quick. So this person, uh, back of the classroom said, building Wakanda, enough said, uh, said, hashtag black foolishness. If you could just in the comments, uh, just explain why that's black foolishness. I don't see what's foolish about saying I want to empower black people around the world. I want to see not, uh, Africans and black Americans, uh, uh, pool their resources and become an economic powerhouse throughout the world. I don't see what the fuck is foolish about that. I'm sorry. Honestly, I think I now know he, what the issue is, but I, I want to come did. back to this in a minute. But go ahead. You were telling a story, bro. I've been holding this shot in the chamber for a long time because the conversation just changed. But go ahead, bro. Nah, nah. You, you're fine. I, that's all I was saying. So, and, and what you what you were just addressing about building um black excellence. See, I, I'm a Pan-Africanist. Pan-Africanist. That's what I believe. So to me, we're no different from our brothers and sisters in Africa. That's why I said, um, for me, I tell my son, I don't want you to marry a Western woman, go back home and get one. Because in this culture and this society, the woman has been made to be the, basically the tool of the, the, the Western society. She is to produce the burden bearers. You know, the, you know, I'm not even gonna get into that, but that's what I believe is. So if you wanna protect your legacy, I think that you go back home and find a woman that's been raised properly that has been taught how to be a wife. That's pretty much all I have to say on the matter. 
I just wanted to highlight something. I find it really interesting, right? And this is the way these things work like 99% of the time because I have these conversations in my own life sometimes too. And what happens is we started out talking about the toxicity of, of certain black mothers and the effects of that. And somehow, as normal, anytime you talk about the toxicity of certain women, we stumble right back into what the good men should be doing. Let's talk about what good men do. They're good. Let's get back to what the toxic moms are like. Okay. Yeah. I feel you on that. You have a point. Oh, LA. oh my bad. Let me let LAR in. What's up, LAR? How y'all doing? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? Cool, cool, cool. Just making sure y'all can hear me because I know StreamYards does that. Um, here's the thing, just in my opinion. Of course, a toxic mom is worse than a deadbeat dad because she's there all the time. Like a lot of times we don't want to take into consideration that a lot of these issues that a lot of people have, you can blame it on dad not being there or not being in a home. But the, all, the vast majority of these behaviors were taught by their mothers. True. So you got a lot of adults who are doing things that, like, have you noticed that a lot of us have met people or we are those type of people where it's, we have never be, been deprogrammed from our mother's toxicity. We could shut dad off if he was there or if he wasn't there. You could shut him off. You know, I ain't got to deal with that. But the part of what the brother was talking about recently with, with changing the argument, that comes from th th this culture of having toxic mothers. It's never it, You never shut off mother's toxicity. Not the boys, not the girls. And ironically, we never thought took it into consideration that part of our not being able to get along comes from not, you know, the, our mothers telling us men, we don't trust these women and these mothers telling these daughters don't trust these dudes. Nope. So, you know, it, it's like she's got to be more toxic. She, I mean, because unfortunately, if we look at society, a lot of the, the deadbeat dads, they say, or the guys that's not in the homes, they actually for the have more functional relationships than these mothers do. Mm, wow. Interesting. A lot of people's dads. Yeah. Hmm? Oh, um, Gap had an interesting question um, for you, LAR. He said, with these things, we effectively, I think he meant we, be, would these things be effectively taught if dad was in the home? I mean, for the most part, I mean, by the assumption and the stereotype, we're saying yes. Because a lot of these, this immorality or unethical behavior, we keep saying as a group, it's because the dad wasn't in the home. Which is basically saying, my dad could check my mom's immorality or toxicity. Provided he was you know, the authority in the home. And that's, you know, and, that's where, and, and that's where, you know, male head household, um, you know, um, and women submitting to their men, even if they're toxic, um, it doesn't matter because she's following the rule of a um, healthy minded individual. So the house would go in that direction. Her toxicity will be checked by his authority. Um, but um, in some modern household that seeks um, balance or 50 50, it's not, it's, that's not the case. You know, the interesting thing is that the um, toxic nature uh, or the toxic behavior that these women um, 
engage in with these children. It's so long lasting that even as adults, the children that are now adults um, don't speak out about it. And the abuse and manipulation generally continues into adulthood. You look at, you know, grown mothers still interfering in their son's marriages or feeling like, you know, um, they can still run their sons, even though they're grown with their own families. Um, You look at, you know, them um, manipulating the sons and and having the sons do stuff at their home that um, as opposed to, you know, doing stuff at their own home or doing things like, oh, well, you know, she she ain't gonna make pie like mama make it. And, you know, the abuse continues. And because, you know, as a black community, the black community, we have this thing where mothers can do no wrong. And I am not of that belief. I feel like if you have a toxic mother, even as an adult, that it's okay to cut her off and not maintain a relationship with her. But, uh, you know, that's almost, um, if you say that, like that you don't have a relationship with your mother and or you want to cut off your relationship with your mother, um, people will side eye you. They think, you know, what's wrong with you? That's your mom. You know, so we, we kind of, in doing that, we are upholding the mess that they engage in. Well, the people that side-eye um, those in those situations work under the assumption that all mothers are good. And that's um, yeah. that's a false perception that, um, that, that we as Westerners, and perhaps us throughout the world, um, have. And it comes from a time when all mothers were actually good. So, you know, and which was not too long ago. So it would be reasonable to assume that if you have a problem with your mother, then something is wrong with you, not her. Um, I think that that belief is, you know, slowly starting to understand, you know, um, because um, you see it like um, like back when I used to do online dating, like I want a man with a good relationship with his mother. I'm like, what if my mother was a fucking bitch? Like, Facts. absolutely. Great question. Like they never they never they just assume that, you know, if. <laughs> that everybody's mother is, you know, on some cherry pie in the windowsill type thing, and that's not necessarily the case. That's not. Or you that's say not. That the, if you don't realize she's manipulative, and or how much of a bee she's going to be, and how destructive she'll be to your relationship with her son. True. Ironically, my bad. Oh, I just want to share something quick, and then and I'll get off. Uh, you know, I was in this Facebook group, uh, Sister George Daniel. You was talking about a Facebook group you're in. Um, uh, I just want to say uh, I remove myself from toxic groups and things like that. So I don't ever see because uh, in those groups, there was a lot all this gender beef back and forth. And I just remove myself, you know, so I don't see that shit no more. I just want to say that. But uh, in one of these groups I was in. So the women, you know, shared some kind of funny thread about, oh, they're crazy baby daddies. And it was it was like a ton of like comments. Like it, it was just, every woman has some crazy story, you know, uh, baby daddy climbing in the, through the window and all type of shit, breaking in, you know, crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Y'all really would be, I, I don't know if y'all would be surprised, but man, um, these dudes, a lot of them aren't right. A lot of women okay. aren't right, but a lot of these dudes, and the no, percentage sure. that it's a, a certain percentage of the dudes. Uh, no, no, no. Well, so well, 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 I just well, let me just let me just say this. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off, game changer. Oh, Look, no, no. this is the. This, I just want to say this. Uh, so it was like a slew of like stories. It was some crazy shit, and I'm not saying that to put a blame on either side. I'm just I'm just making the point that it was it was a bunch of crazy stories. So anyway, I chimed in. And I was like, I was like, yeah, listen to all these crazy stories y'all got, and I said, uh. 
And then and then y'all act like we lying when we say some of y'all got poor choices in men. And they just they just came at my ass like they wasn't none of them hearing it. They like 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 it was mind boggling the lack of accountability. Now don't get me wrong. Listen, you you already know they called me a simp and all this. I'm the first person to call whole black men accountable. Okay, so you you know you know uh, they call me simp simp in this in this uh, comment section all the time. But uh, a lot of these women didn't want to take no accountability whatsoever. Like as far as their choice of mate, like it was it had. It was just like it was. It was very telling, but uh, I just want to share that. That's well, absolutely um, a good point. Um, but a lot of us don't take accountability for what we choose. Um, but I kind of feel like society has it to where if a person is dressed nice and they make a certain amount of money, that's a, automatically a good guy. And so, um, even if we somewhat choose decent and these guys still turn out to be toxic it, it's still um black women not knowing how to vet like we're supposed to but that's just not. no exactly like it's it's a uh, it's just like a packaged uh caricature of what a good man is oh good job uh he speaks proper uh you know and that automatically makes him a good man or whatever whatever the caricature is you know it depends um it varies from person to person, but no, I understand what you're saying. We got to look even deeper. You got to look at, look, you know, their values and things like for even for me personally, uh, you know, several relationships I've been in. Um, I feel like they were all good women. We just weren't compatible in some significant way. And uh, there were two particular relationships that I didn't want to stay with the women because I, whenever I talk about black issues, they felt like it was like a burden. It's like, they didn't want to hear about it. Well, me personally, I can't be with no woman who feels like me talking about black issues is a burden. Now, I don't expect the woman necessarily to be as, uh, what's the word, fervent as I am. She doesn't even, you know, she doesn't have to feel as strongly as I do, but at least be receptive to some of what I'm saying. But they just didn't want to hear it. They just, you know, and, and, uh, and I don't feel like I'm a... Touch, Rose. I think a lot of women, um, you bring about a good point. Like, if, if we're not even willing to listen and hear anything negative about Black women, <laughs> then that says a lot about... Uh, you know their complaints and what they're saying. If you're not willing to even listen, but, but you know, out, then it's likely that you're part of the sisterhood and you're upholding the mess. It's right, but, I, I, but I'm not even talking about. I'm not even talking about black women. I, I'm not even talking about critique of black women. I'm just talking about black issues or what I just mentioned. You know, building Wakanda, things like that, or making sure the child has a strong black identity, a healthy black identity. These are things that I value. You know what I'm saying? And I just would like the woman to be somewhat receptive to some of these ideas. She doesn't have to agree with everything. And I'm not saying I can't change. I mean, maybe I'm overbearing a little bit with some of the black shit. I'm 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 not an unreasonable person, okay? But uh, that's something that's important to me. And I'm just saying you gotta look at the values of the person as well. That's that's my main point. This is this is kind of the underlying problem about this whole thing to me, is that black women and black mothers don't have to be qualified to be good people. Mm. So uh -oh. what winds up happening is, just like what brother was talking about with the men, having a job, it doesn't make you a good person. Well, if you flip that same ideology to the women, that does make you a good person. And, and this is where we have this cultural problem and this parenting problem and this men and women problem because no, it gets to the extreme is no matter how bad of a woman she is, she's still a good person. And no matter how good of a guy he is, he's still possibly a bad person. So you're never going to really meet in the middle nowhere.
Nope. Nope. And if women won't come to the table and, and even take some responsibility for it, it's a lot. It really is a lost freaking cause. Well, the oh, I'm Go sorry. Ahead. Uh, how you doing? Hi. Go ahead. Go ahead, sister. Um, the place of the mother, the thing about the whole mother being present and father being absent. See, when a mother or who, whichever parent, it could be uh, who, who, whoever's in the house that's raising a child, teaches the child valuable life skills, such as coping with problems, how to problem solve, how to navigate through different interactions and different uh, events and different things with other people. And I think the, the problem with Blacks as a whole is that we weren't taught how to socialize correctly. That's how I feel about it. I feel that, um, like saying to your child, teaching your child, um, don't let this person use you. You should teach your child how to be used. You should teach your child the proper ways to what what is healthy in terms of being used by society and by other people and what is not healthy and ways that they should use other people in ways that are beneficial and stuff like that. Like the whole thing, the whole society is for uses. It's for it's a bunch of people using each other in beneficial ways. So I think that we need to teach our children, hey, when someone does this to you, this is a good way of, their, of them using you and you should use people like this and when people do this to you or that to you, that's a bad way. Like everybody talks about manipulation and how manipulation is a bad thing. But the thing about it is, is that everybody practices some forms of manipulation. You just have to know what's healthy and what's not. Children manipulate parents all the time. They learn. It's the way we learn as humans. You have to just teach your children what's healthy and what's not. And when you make blanket statements like "don't let What's someone healthy manipulation," because even with a child, I think children should be made aware of their actions. Like, I don't understand what healthy manipulation would look like. Well, like it's like if um my child wants a toy, and it's it's a certain thing they're saying like, well, you know, I want this, I want this toy right here, and it's in Walmart, and let's say I have the money for the toy. And I say something, well, how about this? If you do all your chores this week and everything's done on time, then we will work on the toy. Okay, fine. We could do that. That I is using. That's and that's not manipulation, though. I don't consider that manipulation. Manipulation is like, to, and, and also, um, I think that people can do it unknowingly, but I don't think it's manipulation when you're, you know, bargaining, um, so to speak, to, you know, for a reward. Uh, that's more of a reward system, which children are taught that that's generally used in schools all the time, too, even for things as small as like stickers. But I don't think that's really like manipulation. Well, the thing about it is you're trying to change that person's behavior. I mean, you, you are manipulating them to act a certain way to get a certain reward or get what you want them to do. I think that's more like it's development, but I wouldn't consider that manipulation. But I, you know, if I say right. if you do this a certain way, then I will give you something. Then that to me is a form of manipulation because you're changing the way that that person will behave normally. 
I mean, I think we operate in this country on a reward system. So if you go to work and you show up on time, you get paid, you might get a promotion. So it, I consider that a reward system. Um, and that's but, you know, manipulation. Tomato, tomato. Well, I'm sorry, Jim. I would agree. I would agree that's healthy manipulation. I've always said that. Uh, that's exactly what you got. Negative manipulation got healthy no, manipulation. I always so say God. I always say God healthy man, help manipulates healthily. Healthy, healthy. Okay. Go Even ahead. God, the way that the, the system of religion is set up is manip is in a way of healthy manipulation. If you do certain so way, you act a certain way, then God will reward I you. I mean, these is that. Yeah, but I, 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 I coerced you the, into doing the right thing. I coerced you. See here, the 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 issue with that winds up being. That when you try, you you get people who try to manipulate a meritocracy at that point. Mm -hmm. So exactly. now you 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 wind up with a society of disingenuous people who is not a healthy manipulation because it's coming from a place where I'm trying to manipulate a meritocracy. I don't want to do. I actually don't want to do the work to get ahead. I want to manipulate the merit system to get ahead. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and that's, and that's there are healthy. I guess I can understand that, but I consider like manipulation and like you're doing something. Um, I guess maybe that would be the negative manipulation or the unhealthy manipulation. That's exactly what people to control or to um, get someone to control or persuade. If I may, if I may, I wanted to speak on um, salute to everybody too. Salute uh, Sister Joy, salute well, Concrete Rose, salute Q, well, LAR, my okay. God. And uh, to another sister on the panel, I don't know her name. But um, I want to talk about just toxic Hello? masculinity. The, the term the term within itself is, is disingenuous because, believe Hello. it or not, there is no such thing as toxic masculinity. We can masculinity. hear you, George. I don't think David can. Uh, yeah, General. No, uh, I, 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 I can hear somebody saying Okay. Yeah, I can hear somebody Right. Yeah, we, we don't consider um, masculinity isn't toxic. If I had to say Hello? anything was toxic, if I had to say, Q, you can't hear me? Uh, I would say Dave, you might have don't to um, unplug general because David was still speaking. Yeah, I would say I would say anything that's um, toxic would be a woman who doesn't act feminine because it's impossible for masculinity to be toxic. That's what it is. Now, a woman not being in her femininity, trying to act masculine, even though I don't want to give masculine the bad term, though. Masculine still shouldn't get the bad rap. It should still be on the woman. So I would say. Uh, what we call toxic masculinity within itself, that, that I would say that's not even correct. I would say a woman not being feminine is toxic. So I wouldn't even want to put toxic in front of masculinity because, again, you're giving masculinity a bad rap, and there's no such thing as toxic masculinity. I agree. I think it's masculinity shame. The term, the term it itself toxic is toxic masculinity. It's masculinity. Exactly. The term yeah. itself is exactly it's a disingenuous term within itself that's how you, it's a, it's a mind game within itself because when you think of, you think of masculinity you go wait a minute i don't want my masculinity to be too toxic and the whole time ain't no such thing as that so that's just another way to dumb you down that's just another way to soften men up so we can be manipulated that that term within itself is a manipulative term go ahead it is it is it's the term for dumb people i hate i hate people that use it and it's only mm -hmm. to make people dumber but i think right. uh when it, when it comes down to it like I say, every show I come on here, I say it. Black women just ain't good people. When you have a when you have a group of people that are not good people, yet we they're raising the majority. Every time you're ready to say that. <laughs> hey, 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 when it stop being true, I'll stop saying it. I have no issue with that. It's not like I want black women to be bad people. But when you have a when you have a culture of people uh coming up under these single mothers, the father's not there, 
and you got all this bad influence going on, you can't tell me the head of those people is good. I understand there's going to always be somebody that will well, but most people generally follow whatever leadership is in front of them. So if you got negative people, usually you have a negative leader. So if a mother is there and you get negative stuff, stuff happening from it, that means that mother was negative. Because if, if a mother was positive and a child rebelled to become negative, the first thing she would do was try to do something to correct that child. And maybe she can, maybe she can't. But in general, she'd be going out of her way to try to figure out how to correct that child, whether it's something I have to do, maybe I got to bring somebody else to do something, maybe I got to change the child's school, maybe I need to, uh, you know what I'm saying, change my work schedule. But she'll be doing, trying to figure out some way to get this child to be different because she don't want to bring that on everybody else. And, and, and what does it say about what does it say about sons? Like I've heard a few stories of young boys saying they don't want to date. They, they like, like junior high, elementary. Like they won't. You know when they when they call themselves having crushes on girls. I'm hearing a lot of younger boys saying they don't want to deal with black. And these is junior high. It is elementary, junior high. They don't in high school. They don't want to deal with black women because they're mean. I've heard that a lot from younger boys. Now, how do you put? Now, how do we blame that on men? You don't. I, I think that people, like I said, the black community is raised to be anti. And if we were to, again, socialization, and it, the thing about it is, the, the ones of us that, the blacks that do know how to socialize or were taught socialize, that's, that's, that's why uh, single mothers, a lot of them, not saying all, and not saying, just this is a blanket statement, dealing with a lot, not all, not majority, just saying a lot. A lot of them aren't taught how to socialize right. So therefore, they don't know how to do things like mate selection and stuff like that because of the fact that they don't have those skills because they're always looking out for self in a way that's not beneficial. You know, always making sure some they got their own back, nobody's using them, they're lone wolf, they're this, that, and other. And it's all like antisocialness because people, black people are always on the lookout for someone to do them wrong. And then they pass that on to their children. So their children now become antisocial and are always on the lookout for someone to do them wrong. Don't let yeah. a woman use me. Don't let a man use me. I gotta well, be independent I, and all this other I, stuff. I, can, I, can I say something that might be a little extreme, but it's, I'm just gonna say it regardless though. I'm gonna try to my best though. <laughs> go ahead, um, go in LAR. You can't say nothing too, too extreme. <laughs> well, a lot of, a lot of women in general, but we're talking about, I mean, black mothers in particular, never been punished in their life. So, they, so they're teaching from, a, from an aspect of you, they've never really been punished. They've never really paid. They've never really been scolded like that. That's so true, but that's you, you, why they're not willing to hear what the men are saying. This is yeah, but like... It's, right, but, but, but it trickles down to kids, because you, you got a person like who really didn't get an ass whipping from their parents, mm. who really didn't get punished like that from their parents. Now they become a parent. And now they they feel like nobody can tell them nothing. The, the system don't don't tell them nothing. The the you know there are there aren't other women that'll kick their ass. And if men do it, God forbid, mm. that that that's wrong. Or it's if like you get, yelling at a spoiled child who has never had any discipline, you know. Right. And but you're teaching the children to be that same kid. And now the sons, particularly, 
have have a problem because the sons have a worse time socializing because boys get punished. Yep, boys oftentimes have more consequences than girls. That's just how it is. Well, let me let me say this because to me the problem is not just just them being socialized. To me, that's that's a symptom of the fact that bad that black women are bad people. Because at the end of the day, good people do their best to teach us. No, no, yeah, yeah, a symptom of the uh, addressing a symptom does not fix the problem. It only fixes that symptom. You know what I'm saying? That's the same as, as, as you having a headache, but you're sick. You can get, take some time out and fix your headache. You still might die. It ain't going to change nothing. Well, so if, you teach black, if you teach black women to socialize, or as a lot of people call it, wife training, because all wife training is is just proper socialization. If you teach those black women how to socialize, then uh, as, you know, you'll be training them to be wives, as a lot of people put it. Because no, I, watch this. Well, I watch this. How many people think? How many? How many people think femininity? Women bring getting femininity back could fix a lot of this. How many people believe that? I do. It will bring help a lot. It will help a whole. Lot. I do. I, I didn't say it all, but but a nice percentage. I don't know if that would fix much because I mean you could be feminine and still be antisocial. See the mm -hmm. thing about it is, you know, feminine. I, I could be feminine and that I could be uh, submissive to one guy. But if I'm if I'm antisocial, how am I going to get to that point in the first place? Then how can you be feminine and antisocial? I think, David, what you're talking about is more structure and more order and discipline. I think that that would I think that those are the key elements that would fix not all, but probably about 65 to 70 percent of the problems that we have right now. See, I, I can be feminine, right? And that I'll be submissive to a man. But if I don't know how to socialize or to interact with another human being in a way that's beneficial to both parties, then uh, no, my submission will not be seek by that man in the first place. Because he'll be but like, that's still, no, you know, but, but you're not being, but you're not being, you're not being submissive to every man won't create a problem, though. You understand me? It, it, it's not the, it's not the being social that's a problem. It's not like if every woman was feminine and she wasn't she wasn't being social with men, I, I don't think that would create a problem. I think the problem comes in is not knowing how to be social with men. Like I said, you don't have to you don't have to be with a man to be nice. You don't have to that don't have to be your man to be polite. You don't have to be your man to be you don't have to be it doesn't have to be your man to be respectful. It just comes back for me, it comes back to how you were raised. And then I gotta and we gotta go back to these mothers. I it seemed, and that's what we're talking about, but if the mothers are the first teachers of children, and they are, then, because let's be real, you can't say the fathers are supposed to be there and at work. How nigga gonna be there and at work? And I'm not saying it's easy for the mothers, but let's, like, make no mistake, mothers have always been around children more. That's why, that's why I do hold a man to train a woman, and then a woman is to train a child. But now, if the man can't train the goddamn woman, how the hell is he gonna train the woman to train the children? Who's gonna train the children? Right, but so, so, so a bigger, the bigger feat is this. What is, David, and I'm sure you may have some idea you on LAR, and particularly as men, what is a man's role in the relationship? Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. a simple question. You can answer it if you want to, and if you don't, you don't have to. So I'll do it like this. I'll ask the ladies, what is a man's role in the relationship, ladies? What okay. do you think the man's role is in the relationship? What is his? What are some of his jobs? 
um, to be a protector and a provider um, from what mm -hmm. we've mostly been taught. Right, but well, see, that's, all we, that's uh, what we always, we always hear on, that one. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead, sister. Oh, I, I was going to say that that's two of the things. Right, th those are two of the things. So, so the other sister, I think, I don't know her name. What's her name? She's Fitness mom. Something. Fitness mom. What, what, what do you think it is? Well, the role of the man in the household depends. Okay, so this is getting back to things that I teach, you know, te teach my children stuff. You have to decide what you want in life as a person. And then you have to find a mate that is compatible with your wants. You, because my role, my role, what I want to be in life is a stay-at-home mom who helps raise my children, you know, homeschool my kids and stuff well, like that. And, but you're going so to, you I'm sorry. Sister, gotta, he asked you what is a man's I gotta, role. I got to cut, I gotta cut yeah. you down. I know what you're saying. But I'm asking you a simple question. I'm sorry, I, I have to do it. That part. Okay, but you, but but you got to go through what it is that you want first, and there, right. there is the fundamental problem that we're having: not Hello. understanding the roles in the relationship. Well, that's what I mean. Since I know what I want in life, I have to find a man that will be able to help me get to that spot, and I will be able to help him get to that spot. What so if what you want? What if what you want is wrong? I, what so if what you want isn't really good? Can I, can I, I interject? Need a man that is uh, able to provide for a family and provide for my children and I at a certain level. I would need a man who doesn't mind that a wife doesn't want him to doesn't want to go to work. I would need a man. I think the underlying yeah. issue under that, and I might be wrong. I'm gonna just say it though. American women and women with feminist mindsets in general are stereotyped as women who only submit to money. Even if the man has money, she won't submit to the man. She'll submit to his money. Or Get him L.A.R. Get him L.A.R. And this, this spills over into parenting also because, you know, when women meet guys who are providers, they still don't submit to those men. They submit to the lifestyle he could provide, but not necessarily him. Facts. So, so you uh, I'm it. sorry, I'm brother. So, so here it is. So, see, when you ask, was, uh, when, when we're asked, what are the roles? What, what are a man's role in a relationship? The first thing women want to do or people in general want to do is they want to go to the standard provider, protector, procure. Uh -huh. But they forget about things like structure, discipline. Uh -huh. Mm. They they forget about those. I words. was making the list. Mm. Oh, okay. But, but okay, I got you. But see, they, they, these these are the every every. We have to understand that there is a baseline, or in other words, a foundation of things that every man and woman should have. Now, Facts. watch this. I'm gonna help you. I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to fuck the game up real quick for the. Fuck ladies. it up, Q. I'll Bro, ask them first. No, no, no. For the ladies on the panel, what is the woman's role in the relationship? Yes. We a, a, watch this. A, <laughs> watch this. <laughs> to go shopping. And Basically, there we go. There we go. There we go. So they they honest. They being honest right now. <laughs> my role in my relationship is to homeschool my children. 
to make sure that his food is provided, to make sure that his house is taken care of, to make sure that his finances are in order, to make sure that yeah. we have uh, that's that's not your role. You to make sure his right. finances are in order. Right. Right. In my twenty-two year marriage, it is my role because he put no, me in no. And I, get I, get you, um, I get you. That's that's a lot of merit. Cue. That's a lot of merit, sister. But and again, I put, you all you asked me what my role is in a relationship. No, I asked. So I, I didn't ask you what the you, role see, that this, I have in my this, marriage. But see, you see, this is what what you want to do is personalize it, and it's a general question. What is a woman's role, not your role? That's right. Because everybody's right. relationship is different, and this is the problem. You want to equate who's everybody that being the hype man. David? You want you yeah. want to <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> you want to equate everybody else's relationship and base that on how yours operate when everybody else don't see it the same way. This is not a when I tried to make a separation by saying that it depends on what each person needs out of a relationship. You then said, Well, you're not being specific enough. But see, that, I think no, that lies the problem. I, I'm not, I'm I not think we need to, hold a on, standard. David, hold on, David. Okay, Let go me ahead, clarify Keith. something. Let me clarify something real quick. No, I didn't ask you to be specific. I asked for a baseline. You see, here it is. When you go to when you start school and you and you get taught math, do you get taught calculus before you learn basic addition and multiplication? Do you or do you not? Do you learn how to write a complete structure, a complete paragraph before you learn how to spell words and put your alphabets together to spell words? Get them to which way, which way is it? You see, there's a baseline for everything in life. A base, and we have to apply this. There is a baseline. Would you marry a man, and I know you've been married for 22 years, sister, but would you marry a man that doesn't have a job, working, well, if he does have a job, it's part-time, he can barely support himself. Would you marry a man who's still at home with his mom, who doesn't have his own transportation, who is looking at you to loan him money to get gas or a bus ticket? Would can you? I say this, please? Um, when I said earlier that it depends on what these people, what a person wants in life. You have to decide what you want in life and the kind of mate that will go with that. I was talking about, there is no such thing as a baseline for what everybody wants. I can yes, say- Yes, it is. No, there isn't. <laughs> yes, there is. There, it, no, there, there is. There is. Stand by. Stand by. The there is a baseline. Cute. The baseline depends upon the individual, as she said earlier. So mm -hmm. there is a baseline. You have, uh, since you're saying no, there isn't, you have a baseline of what type of woman you want. There are things that you expect for her to come with already. No, you, what, you, what, you, what she was saying, there is no standard. Oh, what's up, BGS? There is I no sta standard. There, there, I didn't there, say standard. There, I said baseline, a baseline, brother. When you say a baseline, when you go through math, there's a standard way of teaching math. Okay, a standard way of teaching English, a standard way of doing that. Okay, when it comes to relationship, especially in this environment, there is no baseline, and it varies from from not only a uh, person to person, but also from culture to culture. Okay, and basically, the baseline you're supposed to have is not supposed to be taught by the husband or the wife; it's supposed to be taught by the parents. So the parents exactly. that's, that's, that's more along the, that's more along the lines of what and, I was getting to. And the, and things the, that people should already come, things the, that you would expect a thirty-some-year-old person to come equipped with into the relationship. And the baseline, uh, because of the way that society has gone over the last fifty years, that baseline has shifted. So what we what we call the old baseline may not exist. So if so, sometimes, especially the way this society is running right now, you might have a woman that that, that makes 
a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. She needs a husband that cooks and cleans and stays at home, unfortunately. But that's the way it is. So does he need does he need to have a job? Does he need to be working? Maybe yes, maybe no. That's what right. we're saying. Right, depend, depend upon her baseline. Depend upon what it is that. Depend upon what it is she did. She she requires is, of that man. Which is and exactly it works both ways. Which, which is exactly what Fitness Mind was trying to say. Okay, Where, that, yeah. Now I get it. I get. I got yeah. it. What she was trying to say then, but I'm telling yeah. you what my understanding is. This, and you and I are close in age. There are things that you expect a 30 some year when you get involved with a woman, she's 30 years old and you're 30 years old. There mm -hmm. are certain things you expect that person to already come equipped with and to know basic, b the baseline. Well, I shouldn't the, have to, I shouldn't have to, I should not have America. to come in and teach and instruct you on. Yes, there is, you have to mold a person to fit into your life. Yes, that is true. Okay. But, but I shouldn't but, have to teach you the basics. The thing is, the thing is what you expect, what, you, what we expected because we're closer in age, what we expect it is not what society has shifted to. I do not understand that. Right. I know that we live in a modern. So, 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 Again, so brother, to, I'm not here to argue or debate. So, so I to, understand so, that the, the baseline has changed so, as, as, so to, as time modernized. So, 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 so the thing is, is that the baseline is is what just like just like a. Uh, 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 expecting uh, a, a carburetor in an electric car. OK, OK, if they don't make those anymore, or if they don't if they don't do that anymore. Guess what you're not going to have? You're not going to have a carburetor, okay? They have shifted the way they manufacture these women. The thing is, does it work? And thing is, if it doesn't work, it needs to be shifted again. So and that's, 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 so that's the bigger question. Right. Thank, thank you. So, so basically, and I've, I've said this many, many times, right, is that, uh, is that they're not training. They're not training husbands and wives anymore. Okay? And I agree they're, with They're that training case. partners. So the thing is, is that nobody, very few people are coming out equipped on, on either end. OK, because because nobody's training the boys to be husbands and nobody's training the girls to be wives. The thing is, it actually uh, is worse on the women because men have not gotten to the point where, you know, at the end of the day, if, if a woman's not going to be a wife, then what's the point of him marrying her if she Me, can't yeah. raise kids and take care of a house? Yes, and sir. Do, what do you do in, in, in the absence of, of a standard, right? So, like, how does, like, when we have so many, you just admit it, and I agree, too, that there's really not a standard mm -hmm. uh, in, in the American context where it's mm -hmm. all it's shifted all over the place, okay? Mm -hmm. So, in the absence of a standard, what do does the male and female have to, to build you, you manage chaos is which which is exactly what's happening now what you're trying to do is manage chaos because so, there's a reason that forward, anything that's productive anything that's going to actually build on something has to have a standard okay whatever that standard is the thing is you don't have it you know you don't have it you don't have standard roles which is something i argue with the psychologists 30 years ago because they were pushing this bullshit that there shouldn't yeah, be a standard there shouldn't be standardized roles you still hear it in feminist uh, uh literature you still hear it today whether it's black feminist or, or white feminist it doesn't matter you still hear the same thing that i should not first thing they said is really not the guys because what what feminists are really trying to do is keep men men standard in the standard operating mode, but not having girls standardized. In other words, I want the girls to have Thank the maximum you. freedom, with that. and and and, and, that. and 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 then then and then have the men adjust to whatever roles they're uh, that the women actually pick. 
whether it's uh, uh, whether it's a, 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 a patriarchal role where he's the lead and basically she's playing support or vice versa. And so there is no standardized way. They're not rolling off the line to where you pick one. OK, that's like we have all this doggone chaos. Uh, because uh, I was just uh, uh, was this on Twitter and one of my African uh, subs, um, he actually posed a question. He said, what if what if you're what would you do if uh, you have an argument with your wife and she slaps you in the face? And my answer was I slap her back and pack my bags. And he said, mm -hmm. no, that was the wrong answer. He said, in Africa, we send the wife back for retraining. OK, for family. Oh. So, BJ, what about masculinity and femininity then? Okay, right. masculinity and femininity is are, are, are variable. They're, they're social constructs. Okay, how do we masculinity? We don't. We're not born with masculinity. We're taught masculinity. Okay, we have a male nature. We have a female nature. But femininity and masculinity are constructs that we're taught. That's, okay, well, we, 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 we just more social. Fitness why I was talking the socialization process. And I, okay, I, I can I can buy that. Um, what, okay, I'm trying to get to something that might be standard because. Oh, okay. the standard standard is the way the the way it, it worked for like uh, maybe a hundred thousand years. There was a standard role for men and there was a standard role for women, right? And that didn't start to change until we had the industrial revolution, where those those roles or those standardizations broke down. Because the the reason that these things were standard is because basically women and children starved if they didn't have a man, so you had to assign a man to be responsible for a woman and and a group of children. So and you and you built up you built a, a a system a construct around it that has lasted for a long time so long that we believe that it's God it's actually God given when it's not it's actually man created and when the when the environment changes now women go to work they don't if, if, if a woman has a baby out of wedlock or two the system is put in place to where she will not her and her children might not or probably won't starve at all. So she doesn't she doesn't need a man quote unquote for for her survival mechanism right she might need a man for other things you might the optimum way of raising children might be in a in a, in a dual parent household but the thing is that's not a death sentence that's what like i was saying think. earlier about whole feminize of when someone had brought up whether someone can be social and uh, feminine at the same time i was like just because you're feminine does not mean that you're socialized right yeah uh, you can you can you can be feminine but if you're not socialized right, then nobody want to be around you. Like yeah, yeah, you got rat. You hell, you got ratchets that are social. Uh, and so <laughs> they get along with people. But, and, you know, they're not feminine. And as for women, that's what I think is a reason why there's so many single mothers in the first place. It's because as women, we are social, but men aren't social as uh, as social. Or as needing the social role as a woman does. What, and if we are not socialized or taught how to socialize, it's like a family, a man and wife, a family dual role has to be socialized into the children. If you do not socialize it into the children, guess what's going to happen? Eventually it's going to break down. And okay. that's what I think happened. I think that black women don't know how to be socialized anymore. So therefore, that's why they're not sticking with husbands or picking partners that are actually great towards being together, you know? It's uh, because there's no need for it. Go ahead, Ellie. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, sorry BJS. And when you said the, the men don't men are social, men are just not women. We're social, we're socialized different, but we're not socialized like women. 
She's no, some more like, like we need women need each other. Mm-hmm. No matter how much we uh we may fight against it, we need each other. Like you have you so, depend so, on women to, to live in a so, world. So do so do men. Men are very social. Men need that's each where other. the hive mindset comes from. Yeah, that's true. But but see, men men to be social, men form what they call hunting packs. Okay. Some people call them gangs, okay? And for a or for an ordered structure like like the United States, uh, socialized uh, mass men groups like that, that that are hunting packs are dangerous because that's where the revolutions start. So basically, they do not they don't want to encourage. They actually want to encourage men to socialize that way in in certain ways. Like uh, that's a, that's the reason you have sports teams. Sports teams came about not because it was popular. Sports team came about is because men will so will form packs, will form hunting packs, of hunting parties, right? What we call gangs, they will do that on the street naturally, right, to protect themselves, but also to actually have fellowship. So they have sports teams actually be a substitute for that. So men socialize around sports because that's what we understand. That's native to us. That's embedded into uh, uh, male biology. So men socializing for the most part, men so men do it all the time. We call them gangs, which is a negative uh, reaction to the to the neighborhood if they get out of control. And the thing is, you know, women, we're, we're supposed to socialize. We're supposed to form, uh, uh, I guess, nurturing or nesting yeah, groups. Clicks, yeah, yeah. Click. We call them clicks, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you, we're, we're nurturers and we're nesters. And we, we're not really supposed to do use men in the way that we use men. Like, we're not supposed to be offloading the daily stuff onto men. We're supposed to offload the daily stuff onto other women. Like, that's just, like, a lot of the roles that we were Would supposed to you repeat to that for the world to know? We were adding on, to, uh, add on to each other. We're adding on to, to men, and that chases a lot of them away because they're not built for that. And it's like the the anti-socializing is what leads to a lot of the women not being able to connect with men on a way that is more, you know, able yeah. to produce uh, to, uh, to get male attention. Yeah, I mean, women are desperate. For, well, actually, need male attention. The thing is, they're not socialized to get it in the proper. way. It has to be structured. Okay. And the thing is, it's no longer structured. When um, uh, approved marriages went out of the out of the window, then that's where you could actually see marriage and family start to break down. Okay. We need to bring back cliques and stuff like that of women, because if we can bring that back and bring back the more social aspects, then it would take a lot of the less of the stress off the families that are. We have a clique. The sisterhood is a clique. <laughs> All right. I think the sisterhood is becoming a hashtag. <laughs> I meant like you know a more healthier you know. No, I was just playing. I was just being facetious. Well, I think sisterhood is more like politics. We come oh. together on, and even though we disagree for like ninety nine percent of the time, okay, mm. we can come together under this particular banner. Mm, yeah. Know? Yeah. So basically, that's like when you put a hashtag men ain't shit. They all come out. Ratchets and 92s alike. Just <laughs> all at once. We, we can should, agree on this point. We should start teaching, like I was saying, teaching children the the the, the positives and the negatives of usefulness and uses. Like, if a person uses you in this way, that's bad. But if a person uses you in that way, that's good. These are the ways that you should use other people. If you do this in this way, that's bad. And if you run into somebody that's constantly doing this kind of use to you, 
then that's a bad person and you need to step away because that person is of a negative threat. Well, being that we're socializing a system of um, reward and punishment, don't children learn that, you know, um, ultimately through the rewards and punishments that they receive? No, because a lot of times people like narcissistic abuse for once. A lot of people don't even recognize that out the gate. Mm -hmm. And if you were taught, you know, what is such a thing as bad manipulation and good manipulation, then you will recognize when you have a narcissist performing narcissistic abuse on you because of the fact that you'll be like, oh, I remember that. That's bad manipulation. No, no, no to that. You know what I mean? But certain things that you like, like for one, one, one way, let's say the all, all lives matter movement. Mm -hmm. To me, that's a form of white manipulation or white bad manipulation because they're trying to take uh, something that someone that means something to black people and they're turning it into like a gaslighting it by saying, yeah, y'all say yeah, what you, how you feel is not important or how you feel is fake. It's propaganda. Yeah. All lives matter because you're saying no lives, mm -hmm. only black lives matter. But that is just gaslighting and a form of negative manipulation. And yeah. so you should know what that if somebody does that, you teach your children, hey, don't associate with that person because that person does not care about you or your feelings as a whole. Mm -hmm. Which is why they love uh, independent uh, people, okay? Because there's no group pressure. And Bro, Gab, go ahead. I'm sorry. Now, go ahead, Gab. Did you have anything to add? I can't hear him. He's muted. Okay, maybe he stepped away. Um, talking to me? No, he's talking no, to Gab. I was asking Gab if he had anything to add, but he might have stepped away. I mean, if you, that's how come, that's how come one, they don't teach history, and two, uh, it tells you to ignore it because history is a is a is a roadmap. Okay, what worked in the what 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 worked in the past, and what outcome did you get? So now is we throw it away like we like we uh, we're going to try something new and expect an outcome uh, unknown. Right. Something's never been tried before. So with this 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 sexual freedom, this uh, independent freedom, this this freedom from the group. Um, I can pick my own mate and I don't care what my parents say. OK, we, we've yeah. done that. OK, we're doing that. What, OK, and that's what, fine. What that but, is that like a hippie? It's, has it been done before? No, not really. This is this is something very new. When you but you say we've done that, you mean like currently, or were you meaning like hippie days when people were just when, when I say, when I look at a human history because I'm not talking over the past ten years. I'm talking about the past hundred thousand. Okay, okay. This this yeah, yeah, yeah. this is this fifty years is nothing. It's a blip. It's like two generations and you know two generations later we find out that stuff doesn't work that's what the feminists right. are finding out we started right. in 1970 in the 1970s and so we're going to socialize the, the the people and the children actually do something different and then when you get to the, the the end of the line to the end of the income it's like you know outcome like okay the families are falling apart uh the birth rates going down um people are not connected and this is not working so that's how come you have they're trying different things like uh, getting rid of abortion. Slowly they're gonna roll. Slowly but surely they're gonna roll a lot of this stuff back. You know, slowly but surely, abortion is just the first thing. They're gonna roll other stuff back. Um, they're already getting rid of. Um, they're getting rid of uh, 
alimony and, and spousal support. OK, a lot of this stuff is going to get rolled back. So so uh, so people acting independently, especially women, are going to come up under really, really uh, severe restrictions. In other words, you, you they were not they're not going to uh, cushion the blow of your consequences. So um, if you decided you're going to get a uh, you're going to uh, get a have a baby out of wedlock with a man that's not committed to you, at least on paper or stuff like that, then um, guess what? You're on your own, sister. Um, you I and your baby. No, like when I listen, I've been listening to BGS for years mm. and I don't catch on to certain things at first, but when it ends, he's absolutely right. So with that prediction he just made, there's going to be a lot of people with mental issues in the near future. You already have them. That's what, that's why they're coming to YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Getting on panels because, uh, uh, this kind of therapy, you can't find any place else. It's like crowdsourcing your therapy. It's like a women are coming back to these panels because, they women women you know they'll they might wait to the last second to jump out from you know jump from out in front of the bus but they will jump and and the thing is is that it, you know it will there be somebody to catch them like under the crack area there, there were men to actually catch these women okay it, it it's probably not gonna happen a second time around especially in the black community these dudes aren't gonna be there to catch you and just like uh the brother was saying he's seen um uh, um uh, He's seen uh, young boys that uh, that that refuse to date black women because uh, the way they were socialized to to mate and interact with 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 uh, with their boys, with their males is not to their liking. Yeah, they don't want to be part of it. They don't want to be part of it, <laughs> which makes all the sense in the world. But that's why I say at the end of the day, at, at some point in time, we're going to just have to simply address the fact that black women aren't good people. <laughs> Now, the, the th the, I'm saying the, the thing is, every time, every time I say say this, you mm -hmm. know, people just basically, or if there's other people that say it in a different way, people mm -hmm. just make excuses, and that's all it really comes down to. And they, well, you know, as a person that I grew up as a kid, and you know, this happened to me, that happened to me, and all, all that at the end of the day is 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 just excuses. You are an adult. You live in a world that is not fair. I cannot come up with a good reason why you haven't accepted that yet other than you you need to really go see somebody about mental health the world is not fair that's just that's just how it is it's not Wait, when does somebody need to go see somebody about their mental health if in, 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 in other words cannot accept the world is not fair in, in other words oh. just because you weren't brought up in a two-parent household and you may have gone through former abuse that doesn't mean that the per that somebody that didn't go through it that wasn't part of that uh, structure, it, it has to put up with your behavior. That's what he's saying. So you need to go see somebody. I got you. Otherwise, you got to suffer from your outcome. At the end of the day, who you are in the car, you, who you are in the cars that you that you're dealt is the cars that you have to work with. Okay. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah, what he's saying. Yeah. So, yeah. So at the end of the day, black women ain't good people. Therefore, they're messing oh up children. Let me say it again. Black women ain't good people. Hey, therefore, they're, I really, therefore I, I really hate you right now. You, you, know, Michelle. you know what? Well, okay. I mean, you cut child, out. That was God. Look at God. The truth. The people can to you. Okay. Uh, anyway, well, now. Me, um, can you hear me? Barely, but yeah, speak up. Okay, can y'all hear me now? Yes, ma'am. We can hear you. Okay. Um, I just wanted to send a special shout out to David Monroe for the cash app. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, David. 
So uh, again, when when we deal with the fact that black women aren't, aren't good people, we got these children that are are going in a negative direction. We we pretty much can see that they're going in a negative direction. People don't put up all type of stats and information. We see they're going backwards instead of forward when it comes to being a good person. That is because of you have. Do you more feel people. that black men have any role in that? It's no, just black no, no, women not this, being good people. No, this, this ain't about this ain't about feeling. This is about what's actually happening. You have you have women being in charge of more children on their own, and the society is getting worse amongst the black community. If that doesn't spell out to you that the black women aren't good like oh they used God. to be, something is wrong. It's a it's, it's a very easy line of logic to follow. Now, so, when, when it comes comes mm-hmm. to the men. We're in a free society. Women pick the men that they want in the society. So if they want a bunch of bad men, they go reproduce with a bunch of bad men. If they want a bunch of good men, they reproduce with a bunch of good men. So So I just need to make sure I get something straight. Mm -hmm. So what you're basically saying is the men that um, have did good for themselves, they're not going to come back and help us. That's what you're saying? Help you for what? Absolutely. The community. Okay, what? Okay, the okay. If they were abused by the the men, the men that are coming back are the ones that have been abused by the community. Why would they come back? I I was I was trolling BGS. Okay, are you trolling? Okay, okay. (laughs) And I I was gonna say my thing is it, it, it. Maybe some of them will. Do you want to bet on it though? That's the whole thing. Do you want to bet your life on somebody? But, but, make I, but, but I want to. I want to get to something that that uh, Concrete Rose says. She says, "Do the men have any responsibility in that?" Okay. Okay. Yes, they do. They have a responsibility in it. They have a responsibility of helping and giving remedies to it. The thing is, uh, the women that raise these children have to accept that accept that uh, help. Can I say something real quick? Go ahead. Um, the, the general, I think that's his name. The general mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, I'm still here. Go ahead. Um, earlier it may have seemed like I was being combative towards you. I was not, and I don't want to have seemed like that I was trying to argue or anything like that because it's bothering me. I feel like I, I came across as I was arguing, and that's kind of bothering me. So I would like to apologize if I came off in any way that seemed like it was hostile. No, it didn't, and that's not necessary. I understand how the construct of these conversations can go, so I, I appreciate that, though. But no, I didn't. I didn't take that take it that way at all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I, pre- I appreciate that. That's like the fourth time I heard a woman apologize on, since I've been doing this this uh, social media stuff. So that's that's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hear it all the time. I just had to beat it out of them. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 well this, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Too. There is there is a plan that's in place, like and, what? and people may may have noticed. What's going on is you have you have bad women in the community mm-hmm. that do not want to blame, that do not want to take the blame for being bad women. Okay, they're going to, what they're attempting to do, whether they discussed it, you know, in a verbal way or not. What they're attempting to do is produce enough bad kids that you'll have so many negative men in the future. Then they're now going to say, well, it's because of the men because they did X, Y, and Z. They're trying to produce enough bad men so they can blame the, the whole society. Uh oh, he went out, Rob. Oh, he went out. Okay, uh, he went uh, out. I get it. Uh, I, I think it's just I don't think they're trying to produce bad men. What I think is that you have s- such momentum 
and such reinforcement of, of culture. And, and white culture is not doing any better because, of, unfortunately, white women are following following the suit because they want the same kind of power that black women have had since uh, since uh, emancipation. OK, they want the same kind of power over the men that, that black women have had. I was about to say in society. No, 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 okay. no. Black women don't have any power in 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 the, in the broader society. No, but as far as the little black bubble that we exist in, black women have immense power. That's true. That's true. And that's and true. white women want. That's how come white women. Um, that's one reason white women love black men. White white feminists love black men because black men have already been socialized to accept it. Um, I also hear, um, I've heard other races of women say that black men are nicer. Yes. And my question mm -hmm. to black men, would y'all take that as a compliment? Uh, uh -huh. if, 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 if you're being chosen by another, uh, another group of women or a broader group of women for your attributes, you would take it as a compliment. See, okay. Uh, dang. Okay. Let me live in reality for a second. Um, the nicest thing comes because you got to understand non-black men don't scare, don't put fear into most black men, just individually. Um, so what ends up happening is these women say these guys are nicer because sisters have this negative idea of us, mm -hmm. but a lot of it is fabricated. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A, a lot of this, so other women don't Likewise. see us the way, well, that's the thing. The, the likewise isn't when we talk about people who are outside of the race, there it other people of other races deal with black women and black men separately. Mm -hmm. Right. So their view of black of black women and black men is not combined, it's completely separate. Yes. You no, know, I was That's saying true. that to say that like the um belief that black women are bad people, like that there's an inherent belief that black women are bad amongst black yes, women. But that's what I'm talking about. It, concrete. But, but, but concrete. If if, if what yes. Roger is saying. What Roger is saying, most black women co-sign with that. So bad behavior, most bad black women co-sign with, with, with bad behavior. No, no, with, with, no. What I'm saying is, when when Roger says the reason Roger says most black women are not good people, there's certain attributes and, and attitudes and actions that black women have that, in his in his opinion, make them not good people. I'm not going to speak for Roger, but I'm 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 assuming that's what he's saying, and. And I have, and I have, you know, how many years I did the, the women's channel, right? At least mm -hmm. two and a half years, right? Mm -hmm. And I've asked this stuff straight up, and most black women agree with 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 the with the way that they're seen. Okay, um, if if it's said in a negative way, then they'll they'll bristle. But as far as the attitudes and and stuff like that, they they agree with it. We're aggressive. Yeah. We're aggressive. And I agree with. I, he's uh, some specific uh, questions that I agree with. However. I mm -hmm. think that bad number one is subjective. In mm -hmm. addition, like I think there's a spectrum and I can't say that the majority of black women fall on the side of badness, quote unquote. What, what, but, saying, okay. what he's using his scale as far as bad people. Okay. Right. That's why for I said a specific reason. What I'm what what I'm saying is is that a lot of a lot of what a lot a lot of other groups perceive as negative female behavior, black women co-sign with that stuff. The 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 yeah. the overarching thing goes I, about age. My bad, Gab. I'm gonna be short. I'm gonna keep it short. Black black boys, like if, if you if you take a black girl, they're gonna say when she's a little bitty girl, she's okay. But by the time she gets preteen, they're gonna she got a bad attitude. 
Teenager, got a bad attitude. College, got a bad attitude. Adult, got a bad attitude. Grown, got a bad attitude. Elderly, got a bad attitude. That's why they have the stereotype because the stereotype goes across the whole age spectrum. With, with the boys growing up, men, it's not like that. So people see black women as, as as bad because they they see people in the whole age group of black women with a bad attitude. Yeah, because you you we bring up the the S word, which is submission. You know, black women want to get out the 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 garland and the holy water and throw it at you, okay? Because that's that's a sin to them, okay? What what uh, what what I'm saying is what I'm saying is I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong, okay? The, this is the perception, and. Unfortunately, black men or black men are taught to serve in 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 the black environment. They're taught to serve the family and their women. They're taught to taught to be egalitarian and 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 inflexible. Okay, they're taught. To, black men are taught normally taught to to actually carry the the whole group on their backs without complaint. Okay, and those are attractive qualities to other to other women because. Um, well, the burden that's put on other women as far as social submission and other kind of stuff is two, three times what black women get put on. it. You know, they do. Well, most white women, uh, most women in other groups don't get a voice. OK. They don't get to be in charge of the society. OK. So you get a group of men that is that is open, open to it and actually conducive to it because he's been trained that way. That's attractive to a lot of uh, a lot of other women because it doesn't exist in their society. So, BGS, when you say in charge of the society you're talking about in charge of the 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 little matriarchs that we're put in and that we're put in yeah okay yeah in other words in other words which is which you know it's not a secret man because they've been writing on this shit for 100 years 100 you know the boys wrote it back about it in 1890 okay this is not a secret thing is the thing is is that uh, black women don't want it to get out because it, it looks bad it looks bad to other groups of people that, All right. that you actually, that you actually run in your men, which is which is something that's uh that most women that's anathema to most groups of women. They don't like like okay, black women on the panel. Like do 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 y'all see that as the actual truth? Because I I'm asking like I know they don't like admitting to this type of shit because it's like giving up power. So. It's almost like it, are are you keeping this shit to yourself because you are you keeping it to yourself or or you actually don't see that as the truth? What BDS Do you want to say? Well, yeah, mind your reputation because I guess uh, you're gonna look more fucked up if you agree. I guess. Okay. Same. In my in my honest opinion. I don't think that um, women will relinquish a certain type of power because it is power. And if you're if you've been in power for so long and people actually do what you say and they listen to you and they move when you say move and um, you get to have things your way without any consequence. Right. I, so I don't think most people would, be, especially women, would be able to or would want to relinquish that power. But. Um, to be honest, it's not doing us any good to be in power. Well, you know, I, I actually played a power. I, I actually uh, we played a video I'd done under my myth of white womanhood videos. Well, James Earl Jones in 1968 said exactly the same thing. 
and I got so much hate from that video. Yeah, yeah so, so they carry it around, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a, the world's best kept secret or the matriarch uh, best kept, kept secret. And uh, I know that women don't like, you know, like she just said, relinquishing what is power. But mm -hmm. the problem with that shit is you got men that's catching on to this shit now. Yep. And they're, and they're men. I was trying to answer the question too. Um, oh, go ahead. Uh, Gab, uh, I agree with uh, with what BGS said. I do think that we are black women are extremely concerned about how we look to the outside world. I think that um, you know, even when you think about like going back to childhood, you know, what happened in the house stays in the house. You didn't want no, you didn't tell your business because you didn't want certain things to get out. So yes, I do think we are um, concerned about how we're uh, how we're uh, viewed by the outside world, and that's why there's a concern about it getting out that you know. We treat our men this bad, that our men are this dissatisfied, that a woman simply being nice, a woman of another culture simply being nice to them, that's enough for mm -hmm. um, her to come in and be able to swoop, you know, our, mm -hmm. our men. So, you know, um, you see these as early warning signs uh, for, for black women, some of the hostility is coming from the brothers. You know, I'm one that will fight against the brothers for being. I, I think it's beyond early warning signs. I think it's late. that it, yeah, it's late. Oh, okay. It's late. The early warning signs were back in the eighties. Um, oh. The thing is, the thing is, one reason I came to YouTube, you know, because in my own life, you know, you know, I don't know. If Gab will admit this, man, but um, I get tired of brothers that are married, brothers that are dating black women, uh, that will not say it to their women. Um, getting me pulling me aside man and, and telling me what, what they're telling me their story i got sick that's the last 25 years i got sick of that man it's like how come you don't tell her well man i can't tell her how come you can't tell her okay can i, can I i got a co-worker yeah a long time ago i got a co-worker and he mm -hmm. says man let me tell you something i love my wife i've been married for such years it's a beautiful thing beautiful family and if i had to do it all over again i'd never marry her <laughs> nah, yeah. bro, that's a lot of people like that, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, bro. Like I like I had to think back on some conversations I used to have with people and shit. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's actually how I actually seen people play it out like that. I had a couple friends that said, bro, as soon as my daughter's 18, I'm gone. Mm -hmm. And they actually lived the shit out. I thought it was like something. I've heard men say that too. Mm -hmm. why, why do you think the penalty what? did that? Why do you think the penalty is so high to get out of a marriage for a man? There's a reason the penalty is so high. You know, so in other words, are you willing to go sleep in your car to get rid of this woman? Right. That's why the penalty is so high. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a balance in power. Like if, if it's white supremacy, it's definitely a, a balance in power. We are. Com I know that black men would be seen as competitors were they not leveraging our power in situations like this, using policy and law and, and, and the mentality that's mm -hmm. created in women from this power. And it's a way of subduing uh, potential competition is a, is a way that I've been viewing it. Yeah, it's, it's uh, and the, you know, the fine balance it was in, in um, 
between men and women uh as far as marriage is concerned there was a fine balance that was that was struck that's like that's that's the reason you had patriarchy in the first place in other words you had to give men en enough of a enough of a good deal that he would take on a wife and kids because that's an ex that's an extreme burden you know it's not as much now but back then it was that he'd literally have to give his, his the sweat of his brow shorten his life to actually uh, take on uh, a wife and kids so to compensate for that, basically, okay, if you take on um, if you take on a, a young woman, you take on um, her as a wife and kids. Okay, if she leaves, she leaves with nothing. The kids belong to you. That's to keep her in check, right? If you put her out, then you had to compensate her. That's what that's what uh, alimony was for. Alimony was not just you know a legal thing. It was a balance. Okay, uh, the product of her womb and and, and your wealth belonged to him. Okay, that's to keep that woman in check, to keep her from just running off and leaving the marriage because she leaves with nothing. And if he put, old, huh? Go ahead. Old gangster movies. Hmm? Um, BGF, you the old can see that culture. Yeah, mm -hmm. like you can see the culture of men keeping the kids mm -hmm. with. The, they created a subculture mm -hmm. within within the American culture where you you can think you can leave all you want, but you're not taking these motherfucking kids. Yeah, that that's that's African culture too. Basically, she can go. You know, and, and, and the mother and daughter, the mother and sister will come in and grab the kids. The kids don't belong to you. You can go. Mm. And, so, you know, but, but there was a balance. But uh, by, by the same token, he couldn't put her out. OK, without without paying a, a huge penalty for, for uh, using her, well, using her body, using her womb and stuff like that. He had to pay mm -hmm. her. So there was a fine balance that was drawn. But the thing is that balance that tipped that balance in the 70s. Okay. As much as we love the conversing with you all, we um, are going to go ahead and shut right. it down. So we're going to do final comment commentary um, from everybody on the panel. Yeah, I just dropped in because I just wanted to add my two cents. And uh, well, thank you for joining I, I, us I, I and adding your your three cents. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Gab are starting to see more eye to eye, which is which is I don't know how to take that though. <laughs> <laughs> on the same page, you know, get good. Yeah, it only took you a few years. Yeah, only only a couple. Had to be had to beat him down immersively, but yeah, it took a couple. Can, can I can I say this before I go? Absolutely. I, I want to beat him to it. Black women are just bad people. <laughs> like, you know what? Specifically for Roger, I'm gonna find us a buzzer or something like we can. You know something that's really annoying, specifically for him, and every time he comes on here. And, and that's okay because at the end of the day, unless the behavior changes, there's no reason for me to stop saying it. But when it comes right down to it, everybody wants to pretend that somebody can be good when they're not. If you if you are keeping fathers away from children, if you are being combative to the man that you that you supposedly are supposed to be with, and all that. If, if you are complaining about the dudes you had children by, if, if you are if you are uh, watching your children go to school on a regular basis, uh -huh. yet fail and you do nothing about it. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? When you punish kids for stuff they didn't even do, when you allow your children to dress inappropriate, when Great. you as a person dress inappropriate in front of children yourself, you know Great. what I'm saying? You know, I'm not feeding into this. Uh, like, I literally am going to do an impromptu show to to address this very thing because I I mean I don't have time to address it. 
No, no, the, the thing is, you you just you don't want to accept it. But it, it's there's all kind of measurements we can make to prove that be, that black women are, aren't good people. And we have a society because I know the thing is, well, people just like Tedros. See, say something. See, when you when you talking, stuff about women. Huh? See, were you were you interjecting there? Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm saying that there's certain men that are simply afraid to just talk down on women. People are worried about a lot of consequences, and I definitely understand it because uh, the American society is not set up to talk down on black women because they need black men to be the scapegoat of America. So therefore, they don't allow people to talk down on black women in any, any kind of way that they can stop it, period. But at the end of the day, if black women continue to take advantage of systems that are in place, because you can put a system in place as white folks, but that don't mean you can make black people use it. You can set up welfare, but that don't make a black woman have to sign up for it. You you can make the police come to a person's house and deal with domestic issues, but you don't make the black woman pick up the phone and call. Them. You know what I'm saying? Well, black women are voluntarily participating with white supremacy on a regular basis. And if we all can understand white supremacy is bad, we cannot say the women that use white supremacy in different levels every chance they get or nearly every chance they get are good people. Good people don't regularly use bad things. Thank you so much, Roger. We really appreciate your comment. Mm -hmm. Long live the habitual line steppers. And you know it. <laughs> Fitness mom, what are your final thoughts? I was going to say that um, I think that can you hear woman, can't hear fitness mom. Can you hear me? I can, can you? I can. Okay, I see her moving. That's me. My connection is horrible. Um, I was saying that submission is the highest form of power that any woman can have, and it's mm -hmm. also the uh, best way of manipulation as well. Like uh, what mm -hmm. I was. When I said positive manipulation, so speak on when, huh? Speak on the system. So when you, as a woman, when you use submissiveness in a way that is positive or and good, you can get a whole lot of rewards and benefits to, for yourself. And I think that we, as women, as black women, should learn how to do submission the right way, so that we can use it for is the the most optimal results. In other words, for the best form of positive manipulation and for uh, the way to get or maintain power throughout a relationship with someone by using submission. Because that is the feminine way of uh, of uh, enacting power onto your relationship or onto your partner or spouse. I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. And I thank you for um, joining us. That was Absolutely. a very great point. Thank you so much, Fitness Mom. You actually added a lot of value to the conversation and made me think about something completely differently. So thank you for joining us and, um, you know, coming up and, and um, participating in the conversation. That was really dope. Um, well, everybody. Yeah, this was a good conversation, as always. Thank you to everybody who came up and participated. Thank you to everybody in the chat for you all's support. 
um, this was a good conversation. And um, I think we all, there was a general consensus that um, toxic mothers are more detrimental to children than absentee fathers. So I, I see mostly, mostly everybody agreed with that point. Yep, I think so too. Um, well, everybody, we are out. We thank you so much for joining us. Thank you everybody to, to everybody who did our cash app. We really Absolutely. appreciate the support. You guys be sure, wait a minute. I wasn't throwing shade to anybody. See, people just, <laughs> I, I, I think uh, fitness, if you're talking about fitness mom, no, I really agree with that. And I think she had a great, great point. She's absolutely correct. So I don't know. I know so. But, but was, thank you guys. Thank you guys and be sure to join us Sunday where we'll be here with another great topic. Talk to you guys soon. Be careful. Bye.